You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back with you all this Monday, the Do Your Own Research of August. Um, officially locked down for another month, which is nice. Hashtag not a COVID podcast. Uh, but back after another another weekend of minimal activity, but a lot of sport. Plenty of sport. Plenty of sport. Um, joining me as always, the king of the cornflake cookie, the one and only Mr. Instagram now as well, Edward Simpson. How are you? Good, mate. Good. Now, uh, for those of you that didn't catch it, for those of you that did catch it yesterday, Eddie went live uh, bringing to the world the, the secret Simpson family recipe for the cornflake cookie. He's brought some in for us because obviously we've got to try it. But Eddie, before we get into sort of what uh, uh, sort of resounding success it was for you yesterday, some corners of the Hello Sport universe have queried why you went live on your own personal Instagram as opposed to the Hello Sport one and whether that was a unsubtle way to get personal followers. Look, that has Which been, it did. That Well, it did. <laughs> uh, sorry for flying. Is Ella jealous as fuck? Uh, yeah, possibly. Uh, yeah. And I continue to grow. Look, you, have you got more than her yet? Uh, not yet. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't be. Look, You're not look, far look if I go live on mine when I do the pikelets, I mean, look <laughs> out. That's all I'll say. Look out. Look uh, out, Ella. <laughs> Coming for you, babe. Um, look, it was success. It was a success, Tom. I think yesterday, uh, just to clear it up, punters and dribblers, we went live on my personal account because Instagram doesn't feel that we're appropriate, apparently, to go live on our own. I'm trying to work out what the... F- I mean, like, we've already had a couple well, of I bogus think, I don't know. claims <laughs> against us, but... We, we've had some hate speech claims, which yeah. were wildly unjustified. We called... We called we said pom. poms. We said poms on Instagram, and then we, the, the the post got taken down for hate speech. And I try and I queried it with them, and they were like, "Nah, that's hate speech." I was and like, now, "In what world?" And now we can't go li- on live on Instagram live, probably because they think we're going to hold hate speech rallies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to be at the fucking like hate rallies, rallies and shit. You know what I mean? Chanting poms, fucking heaven forbid. So I had to go live on mine. Um, silver lining. Silver lining. I was a like, I was a bit like, fuck. I imagine if I do this front thing in front of no one. Of course, of you course. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm not, I'm not swimming in followers. But now that I'm Mr. Instagram, maybe I've got to lift my game, yeah. a little bit more. Um, Mr. Insta, maybe curate it a little bit more. Well, just you know, maybe you start putting up the cool shit, you know, like that you get up to on your personal one. Yeah. So then you know, like all these well, new I'm a cool followers, guy, you go, you're a cool guy. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm a cool dude, yeah. You, well, now you've got the audience, you've got to fucking cater to them, dude. There's no way we get Ford Rangers, mm. one each, if we don't... All black. All black, please. Uh, <laughs> I'll take a manual, actually. I prefer it. You, do you? Okay. Proud of you, buddy. Big car, though, in the city. Maybe just give me an auto. You know what? Give me an auto. Uh, <laughs> but you're not going to get a Ford Ranger if no. you don't sort of start, you know... Uh, I guess building that personal brand. That's right. And my own cooking show. And your own cooking show. Ned's Kitchen. Ned's Kitchen. Obviously, that's still a property of Shane Keith. You can't go out on your own. So I actually technically own some of that as well. But <laughs> certainly, Ned's Kitchen is something that we're, uh, we're looking to do more. And we're actually looking at, uh, at kitchen space as we speak. Look, we are. There's, there's things, in the, in the fire, things in the fire. Yeah. But I think it went relatively well. I think it went very well. And it was funny. 
Um, and so can you download that video? Yeah, I've got it. Oh, you've got it. So yep. we'll upload it to yeah, the we'll upload HSP. It to yeah, yeah. In, okay. So for those that missed it. For those that missed it. You haven't missed it. Well, for those that missed it, it's already up on the Instagram because we're putting it up today. And by the time this comes out. It's up. It's up. So go check it out. But right now it's not up. It's a fucking mind <laughs> fuck, isn't it? Um, well, obviously I am... Eyeing them off? Well, eyeing them off, but I am actually in the middle of a fasting period. I'm also a week out from a month off booze. You're not going to have one. You're going to have one. Of course I'm going to fucking have one. I'm just saying, I'm letting everyone know that I'm still body as a temple operator, but business is business. Work is work. Work is work. You can't ignore work. I've got to try the cornflake cookie. Dave, come over here, mate. You can have one. Matty, you want to try a cornflake cookie? Let's do it. Because these are a famous Simpson family recipe, and I just feel like it'd be silly not to. They're light. Mm. They're like the gaze shoe, where they look like they should be they're, heavy. They're, uh, they're relatively healthy. I'm not going to say they're healthy. Right, you were putting caster sugar in them and fucking chocolate chip cookies. But they're, but they're not unhealthy. What do you mean? They are unhealthy. There's <laughs> chocolate chip in them. <laughs> he could have used crunchy nuts and he used cornflakes. That's healthy. Ooh. Yeah. They're good. Mm. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're Moorish as fuck. Look out. Mm, yeah. It was a... Uh, it was nice to see Eddie, your mum, on the thing as well, just making sure that a recipe was well. Look, properly. she's a stickler for uh, making sure that I'm only putting out the very best. Yeah, and I think she was just there more for quality control. Maybe she was a little bit proud. I think she was proud. I think I it was think a combination of both. When she's teaching little Eddie Sims, blind yeah. as a bat, fucking thickest goggles in town to cook mm. as a young kid. Yeah, she doesn't expect him at you know, thirty years old. Killing it, king of Instagram, beautiful fiance next to him, going live on Instagram, bringing the cornflake cookie to the world to with the people, yeah. 2020 vision, minus the fact that he can't go cross-eyed. She's like, look at my boy go. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. Now, can I, just, like can I talk about this? Yep. So it's got a bit of chewy, like it's kind of still got that chewy to it. It's not just like a snap biscuit, you know, like a dry fucking thing where you need a glass of water afterwards. Yeah. That that's to that's the, a lot of that it comes from how long you cook them for? You can't right. overcook them. You don't want to overcook no. them. No. The other thing, obviously, every cookie has a crunch, which is also probably a bumper sticker that someone should have. I don't know what it means, but it's sort of motivational somehow. Every cookie has a crunch. Mm. But what the cornflake does to it is adds this like really gentle crunch, like an after crunch that's just constantly there. It's like, oh, this crunch, this crunch isn't hard to get through. This isn't going to cut my gums. It ain't no. going to cut up my mouth. It ain't going to chip teeth. Mm. It's just a like, let you know I'm here sort of a crunch. Yeah. And then the chalk chips in there. Oh yeah. I'm glad you, I'm glad you called out Big Sultana in there. Cause like, well, it I had to be said. I had to. If anyone's putting sultanas in their cornflakes, I had to because it's sacrilegious and it, it it ruins the experience that is the cornflake biscuit or cookie. So don't put sultanas in there. No. Just just don't fucking do it. Okay, do what's right. I think I know what you mean by like it feels kind of healthy because the cornflakes actually balance out the chocolate really nicely. So it's like they're uh, light. I'm not yeah. eating. They're like not. A yeah, they're sweet not molly. smacky. No, yeah. it's nothing. not like you know when you have a fucking. Sometimes you have a cookie like that's rich as fuck, dude. I and had, that's put yeah. me in a body bag. Mm -hmm. Not like that at all. You can plow through those things. So when I say they're healthy, obviously they're not healthy, healthy, but they are a healthy alternative to other cookies on the market. I had sure. the um the Bennett Street Dairy cookies last night. And I felt like sick after eating half of them. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's what I'm you talking about. That That's here. what I'm talking about. Bennett Street Dairy cookies will put you in a hole. Yeah. Smacky hole. Steph and I, during the pandemic last year, fuck, that's a good cookie. <laughs> <laughs> 
We'd get a Bennett Street Dairy sometimes because, listen, apologies to Bennett Street Dairy in advance. They are the place that I go that has horrible oat milk. Um, but they've got great coffee, great cookies, horrible oat milk. Um, and I would sometimes go there, get a coffee, and then in the morning you're feeling a bit naughty, you get a cookie as well, take it home, heat it up. Whew. Yeah. Day over by 9 a.m. Day over. You may as well go to bed and try and wake up tomorrow. Yeah. You sleep I mean? the whole day off because you've just had... You've got to sleep this day off because you've ruined the day. The day's mm. over. Day's over at 9 o'clock. Yeah. It's all over. Start again. <coughs> Not with the cornflake cookie. The cornflake cookie can go all day on. All day. That's like, it doesn't fill you up. No. I could knock off 12 of those. Yep. Won't. Body's a temple. But I will say this. I got mine at least one more before the show's over. At least one more. Well, I bought two each for you. I thought, oh. I thought that's what I'd do. Yeah, I thought smart. I'd be kind. Smart move. Generous. Yeah. Uh, look, I made two servings yesterday, obviously because I had to have some that I prepared earlier and the ones that I, I made live. They're almost gone. Whipped a couple up to Stan, Ella's grandfather, who's a big fan. Um, and now there's probably like six left. That's how popular they are. They, they are go, popular. They got like fucking hotcakes. And so the Simpson Pikelets is potentially next on the... Yeah, I think so. The Simpson Pikelets. The Simpsons do a great pikelet. Another family recipe. Fucking delicious. Mm. Uh... I'm just thinking about when I'll uh, drop that onto the world. But Listen, I mean, I think you want to give this some clear air. I don't no, think you want to be... No, I'm not going to... Mate, I'm not going to nudge the pikelet up against the cornflake cookie. Let it breathe. Yeah. Let it marinate. Get the, get the tongues a wag and get the people at home trying to make them. Mm. People sending their submissions, they are like, you know, A for effort. Mm. I mean, they... They didn't look like mine. Well, of course, they're not the same, but we'd love to see your, your cornflake cookie submissions. But send them in. Send them in. By, please send them in. Someone sent one in yesterday. I, th- I gave it a four out of ten. It was, like, it was pretty good. <laughs> like I'm, I'm going to be honest, right? Tough critic. Well, I've got to be honest. Yeah, it's true. You do. i tell you what. And I've got to be honest. When that's the standard, that, and that's ten, where is it on the scale? Obviously, uh, zero is burnt and fucked. I'd love for you to introduce a little bit of, uh, like, if we were to cross pollinate a bit of Dior Dave's business into there. And by that, I mean... Yeah, I know what you mean. A marijuana cornflake cookie. I don't know if anything's better in the universe. I'd need to play around, but I'm I, sure it can be done. Well, we throw you into the fucking lab, dude. you got to get in the lab. You get the lab <coughs> coat on, get the oh, fucking it, goggles. It, I think it'd probably come uh, around the butter stage. Mm. Yes. Well, yeah, you would need a fuser with the butter. That's exactly like that, what you do. That would almost be like dangerous and it would need to come with a warning that said, only eat one of these. Yeah, you know, yeah. It'll be, it'll be done around the butter two. stage. Now, you've got 128 grams or thereabout to work with. You can make weed butter, so you wouldn't even use the butter. You'd just have marijuana butter. No, but I'm saying, you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. That's then a, that butter would be used in the, in the cookie. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Anyway... Not important. Um, Not important. But a, range, a raging success, Eddie. A raging success. And um, Thank you to all those that turned that out. tuned in. Yep. Um, how many followers you got on your gram before you move on? I want to see what you got up to. Where are we? Because, oh. I mean, you, uh, we've got to get you above Ella. 1,800 you're at now. I had like 700 yesterday. So Shit. good progress. So you got 1,000 yesterday. Yep. And then what's Ella on? She's on... Two eight. She's a thousand over here. Okay, let's get Eddie to two thousand or three thousand. Let's just get him over Ella. That's all we want. With great respect, love you, Ella. Um, I had an expensive weekend, Eddie. Did you? I did. Why? My cat. Ooh. Yeah. Pet related shit. Pet related expenses will fuck the best of you. 
I woke up on Friday. The cat sleeps with us a lot of the time in the bed. Yep. After you actively invited the cat back into your life. Evie at an age where she can tell him to fuck off if he decides to try and like sleep on her face, which he's never done, but Steph wigs out. And I get it with like a newborn baby where they literally can't do anything about a cat. So Evie now can just shoo him away. In fact, he's kind of a little bit scared of her. So he'll sleep in the bed with us. Then at like 5, 5.30, he'll get up by chewing on my face or something and I let him outside. So I let him out. 9am rolls around. I'm sitting there just pounding out the work. You know how I do, mate. Just fucking bang, bang, bang. Never stop, never stop. Louis meowing at the door and he comes in and he cannot put any weight at all on his back leg, back left leg if I want to be overly specific. And I'm like, holy shit, brother, brother, what's the matter? He won't let me even really look at it. He's like, fuck off. I can just see a little bit of blood on the foot, but like nothing where I'm like, this is crazy. But I'm like, what happened? You left at 5.30, you were all good. You come back a few hours later and you can't walk. So anyway... I'm trying to fucking, you know, trying to help him out. He still wants to go outside and, like, fucking, you know, be a cat. I'm like, dude. Well, he wants to live a normal cat life. But he can't with three legs. Of course he can't, Tom, but he wants to fight through it. Which I'm proud of him for. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. You've got to respect the ticker. I know. To get out, he's trying to show up and fucking... Louis got ticker, and he also brawls. Like, he gets in some cat fights. He he? punches on with possums and cats. Dude, um, cats versus possums, fucking one of the great brawls of all time. It they is. It's a, it's a tale as old as time. Yeah. Is it like who, Israel and Palestine? Like they're constantly at war, cats and possums? Who's Israel and who's Palestine in that situation? Like who's... Who? Palestine would be a possum. Sorry, Israel would be possums, I think. Because I think possums well, ultimately... I'm actually not sure. I think I if, hear them. Look, I'll be honest with you. I hear possums and cats going fucking toe to toe. We've yeah. all heard it. Have I ever seen it? No. I'm usually... Like, it's, it's a, it, unless, it's, you're, unless you're stumbling home from the pub at 3am And then you sort of walk you, in on it And you stumble across it They keep their fights to like behind the bike shed sort of a thing Well you know I'm not I mean? getting up to go fucking watch possums and cats no. punch on No, 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 you're not Have you, you, have you ever seen it? I haven't seen it, but I've heard it. Who would We've you pick? Heard it. Who would you pick? Like, who's the, the dominant? Po- I gotta well, pick the possum, I think. Yeah, I think the possum for strength, but the cat, like, cats are smarter, cats are a bit more agile, I'd yeah. say Like, it could outsmart the possum the cats have to be more intelligent, right? Because they can sort of like, they're, dom- they're domesticated. They understand like human emotion. I don't know. I'm just sort of. Yeah. I don't, I'll, but I'll, then again, possums for generations have been surviving in the wild. So. That's true. i tell you what I find crazy about possums. You don't see them during the day. Well, no, they're nocturnal, Edward. No, I know. But like, you just don't ever see them. You, in, you, in, never, you, you never like, oh, there's a sleeping possum. Well, no, because they, they do it in the dark. They're not like hanging from a tree like a bat. They, they, I had possums What in I'm my saying shed. is you don't see them asleep in trees. Well, it says they sleep they in... They sleep in like holes and yeah, shit. Yeah, they sleep in tree hollows, rock piles, or in logs. Yeah, so they like go like... Think about when you're hungover, you just want all the blinds down or drawn. Okay. That's so like what it is. They're not like koalas. Nah. No, no, no. They, I remember when we lived in Barrel, they was like down the back shed. There was like, we had these two like bits of metal from something that obviously was like never used. And you just crack it open and you could see a little mama and, and baby possum that would always sleep in there. There's a hollow in one of the trees at home, which I'm pretty sure is where a couple of possums hang out. Cause I see Louie climbing like up these fucking huge trees, like trying to piss something off. Anyway, Louie's foot's fucked. Dad's concerned, doesn't know what to do. Dad's concerned. Mum is concerned, but mum's got enough on her plate 
growing a human inside her that I was like, let me just leave this one to me, which she probably doesn't make her feel any better because I'm useless. <laughs> so I, I, I couldn't do it. I was busy as fuck that day. So I was like, Louie, he just kind of sat in the garden all sad, but like I'm still outside. I'm still a cat. Respect me. Is this Friday or Saturday? I think it was Friday. I can't do anything about it until I get home and that's Friday Arvo. And I called it a vet and I'm like, listen, my cat's foot's fucked. He can't put any weight on it. And they're like, oh, okay, we've got no availability. You should be taking him to like a cat hospital, an emergency. Because Where'd you go? To the Sydney Uni cat doctor, uh, sorry, animal emergency or whatever. Because they're like, his foot seems like it's pretty fucking sore if you can't put any weight on it. I'm all right, sweet. Let's take him in there. Great. Terrific. Perfect. Uh, emergency uh, pet hospitals as... Yeah. The listeners would know, not exactly a place you want to end up because they fucking gouge you. Oh, they gouge you. They fucking swipe your card just for walking through the door. They're like, all right, look, yeah, check him in. Leave him here for a couple of hours. Come back and we'll sort it out. Two hours goes by, nothing. I call him up, like, what's the matter? They're like, listen, we're quite busy at the moment. We tried to check him. He's fucking pissed off. Every time we try to get near him, he tries to attack us. I was proud of him. Don't take no shit. But I'm also like, Louis... That's a problem because now, like, so we're going to have to sedate him, which is obviously going to incur a cost. And then we're going to look at his foot. And then. Do you reckon that was bullshit? No, I've said Louis. Louis, he, are very. He punches gen- on? Well, he punches on with people he doesn't know. Like, well, like, if he's a cat in a fucking box in a random place and you come trying to get him, he's going to fucking let you know he's not cool with it. Yeah, sure. So they're like, we're going to have to sedate him. And then we're going to have to, uh, if we can't see what the problem is, then we're going to have to x-ray him all this shit but we'll call you back and then you can come pick him up anyway nothing 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 there i call him back i go, yo when are you gonna call me back they're like look it's very busy we'll call you back around 11 o'clock at night i'm like okay <laughs> what time did you drop him off four in the arvo yeah nothing at 11 30 i'm like fuck it if they call me they call me i'm going to bed I'm in bed. I get a fuck. My phone starts ringing at twelve thirty. I'm like, "Hello." They're like, "Yeah, Louis. Okay, so uh, you can come pick him up now, if you want." I'm like, "Okay, what's wrong with him?" They're like, "Oh, essentially nothing." They're like, "His foot's not broken. He has like a minor fucking abrasion on his foot, like minor." Uh, so he's good to go if you want to come pick him up now. Obviously, he's my boy. I don't want to leave him there overnight. So I'm like, "Fuck it. I'll get myself up." Go in there. Ooh, bing, bing, car light. Fucking petrol about to run out at one in the morning as I head into the uh, thing. So I have to stop and get fucking petrol from a petrol station. Just an aside, because this was a shit fight. Lucky they were open. Well, I was keeping an eye out for ones that were open because they weren't all open. They're not all open. No, they're not all open, especially during these times and at that time. Anyway, get in there. Louis fine, essentially. Pick him up. $1,000. (laughs) (laughs) $1,000. Yep, that sounds about right. Thank you very much. So the next day, get him home, everything's sweet. A thousand yeah. bucks to do what? Uh, nothing. To look at him, to house him, to knock him out, to look at his foot that had nothing wrong with it, then to x-ray his foot that had nothing wrong with it, and then uh, $50 for medicine that I never gave him because the next morning I woke up and guess whose foot had no limp to it? He was running around like it was fucking the 4th of July. Remember when I told you 
when Tonka swallowed a skewer. I thought about it. And we fucking did that endoscopy or whatever the fuck it. Endoscopy. End, 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 endos, endoscopy. Endoscopy. That's always fucked me up, that word. I, 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 can't, I can't work it out. That's fine. And I said to you, you just got to fucking let them live and they'll, they'll, they'll come back. Yeah. That's the lesson that the punter and the dribbler need to take home. If yeah. your animal is not well, let them sleep on it. Let them Give them a couple it. of days. Yeah. If they're still fucked after day three, day four, day five, then you then you start to think about a trip to, to the, the emergency. Fucking, to emergency ward. But otherwise, these motherfuckers are resilient. Let them work it out themselves yeah. and you'll save yourself thousands. Because he was honestly, he was limping, but his everything else was sort of cool. Like it's still sort of like, he didn't seem like he was sick. Yes. He seemed like he was hurt. Yes. But it, and he was still trying to get outside and rip and tear. And he was still trying to get And he'd try and like wrestle you a little bit. Like he's got some go in him. But was I was like, like to the coach, like, nah, I'm sweet. Keep me on. Put me, me in, on. coach. Yeah, I'm yeah. good. But he Smelling wasn't salts. Give him to me. Anyway. So that was a lesson. I, I had a lesson this weekend. I learned. I grew. Mate, you, um, not a lesson you'll forget. Trust me. Well, I hope not. But, you know, you just don't want him to die. So you're like, oh, well. But I'll tell you what was great. They like send you, they're in the like, in all the like shit you got to sign. They're like, if he, do you want us to resuscitate him? I'm like, uh, yeah. If he fucking goes out, I'd like you to resuscitate him, please. But I'm sure that's going to cost me an extra fucking two grand as well, you bastards. Resuscitation a, fees wouldn't be cheap. No, to give, a, to give a cat mouth to mouth. Look, mouth to mouth with a cat? I mean, you don't see it often. What would you be, what would you need to get paid to fucking tongue a cat i mean i'd do it for my own cat <laughs> yeah I, I obviously but i mean surely there's an apparatus where you're just like <laughs> i don't think so you don't think so no, I don't you think just so. think you got to fucking yeah i think so i think it's the old-fashioned way the way that god intended <laughs> punters and dribblers we are brought to you by neds the best betting platform in town um Tell you what, if you've been following along on my profile, because obviously I've been overseas, so I've just been whacking up my bets for about even on the Neds profiles app, you'd see some... I, I seem to bet better when I'm not around people and I'm just able to eyeball the talent on game day, see what's happening. It's when I'm able to be as, as, as gifted as I think I am. So basically what you're saying is it's a lot harder to bet almost a week in advance. That is games. what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for example... You could say it's also a 24 hours before a game, though, right? No, because if you're putting your bets in on Wednesday morning and there's a game Sunday night... There's also a game on Thursday. Yeah, but that, I'm not talking about that one. Right. I'm talking about the other games where maybe, you know, Nathan Cleary doesn't play yep. or Hines doesn't play. Well, yep. Nathan Cleary did play, but Hines doesn't play. You'd, yeah. You get caught out. You do get caught out. You know? You, you do. You get caught if out. If you're following on my prof is what I'm saying is yeah. daddy... They are calling me daddy value. And I didn't come up with that either. It's embarrassing. How many bets you get on the weekend? Two. I got three. Well, <sighs> but you're not a dad, so they can't call you daddy value. Dad of a dog. Well, you, they could call you doggy style value. Doggy value. I don't know. It doesn't really have the same ring to Why? it as daddy value. You're being pettist. Well, it's not pettist. You aren't a father. I'm father of a dog. No, you're not a and father tonka. of a dog. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shout out to Neds. We love you. Shout out to Neds. Uh, you can follow our profiles on Neds. You can also join the About Even group um, where, the, you know, everyone's sharing their bets in there and shit. I actually followed one of Gurus yesterday, uh, which was a Joey Manu away. Yeah, it didn't get up. No, it didn't. He was very lucky that 
his unit scooper got up. See, I've got a bone of contention next. If that was me, there's no way I'm getting given those nine units. No, but he's no, but he's got it on, and the bet stands. Yes. So it's live. The bet's right. live. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know that I would be afforded. This is what Tobler and I were discussing anyway in the green room. I know this is still a live read. This is a bone of contention. I don't think that I would be afforded the same graces where apparently I'm not getting... So fucking, you think the bet's void altogether? Well, I'm saying you have been robbing me of units even though all my bets were going up last week. Were no, you? we robbed you of two bets. Two. Right. You didn't put one up for the Titans game or whatever it was and you didn't do a unit scooper. That was all you robbed But for. I did the bets. I no, just you didn't. didn't. You didn't put them up. They went on your profile. They, they weren't went on there. my profile? No. Well, I'm going to I'll show you. There was one game where there was no profile bet. There wasn't. I went through it last week. You didn't do you didn't do two bets and you lost fucking well, two Tobler units. Told and that's me, it. Tobler told me I, none of my all my bets are void because they're not online. One of them. Okay, so Tobler doesn't even listen. You're right. So that's the problem. That's the problem. We've we've now uncovered the You didn't do a unit scooper last week. That was void, so you lost a unit. Yep. And then there was one other bet out of eight. Okay, well, so Tobler's lying. Then. Yes. Tobler's lying to you and I. Correct. Well, he's lying on your behalf. Shocking. Thanks, Neds. Cheers, Nads. Fuck you, Tobler. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Punters and dribblers, it's the most generous podcasters of all here, Tom and Eddie. Here to look after the punter and the dribbler and their drinking needs. Mm. It's still rosé drinking season, we know that. It's worth having a couple of bottles laying around. Yeah, I don't expect you to drink it in the driving rain, but I just went outside and the sun's out, baby. Oh, really? Sun's out, bum's out again, and it's fucking hot out there. I'll be losing the jacket, Tom. Mm. I can promise you that. So you need a couple of cases laying around your digs. You just do. Well, it's certainly when you've got guests, you're entertaining. Hey, come round. A couple of Sheila's come round. You want to be able to crack a bottle yeah. and impress? Yeah. Of course you do. Now, you're going to get 50 bucks off each case if you use the code MANLY. That's a gift from Tom and I at hellosport.shop. Six bottles. You're getting $50 off hellosport.shop. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Be prepared. Yeah. And if you're not prepared, you're prepared to fail. It's not the saying, but it's all right. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Got it. Hellosport.shop. Uh, good weekend of sport, Eddie. Rugby league specifically. Um, I don't think we spend too much time on it, but Manly beat Canberra. Without Tommy. Oh, one-man team. What else do you want us to say? You've got to win tough games. You've got to win ugly games. And that's what we did. We won tough. If you can't win ugly, you can't win the comp. Premierships are built on the back of ugly wins, and we that all, was as ugly as they get. We all know that Manly play the most beautiful brand of rugby league that you can play, mm. particularly if Tommy's there, I'll admit that. But if you can't win ugly, you can't win the comp. Yeah. It's an old rugby league adage. It's one that rings true today. And it's one that rung true on the weekend when we won a gritty game of rugby league yeah. football. A gritty game. Gritty. Gritty is a titty, which makes no sense, and I apologise for even well, saying Well, titties it. can be gritty. They can be. Not all of them. Not all of them. But sometimes. But some. Um, and Moses Suli, as we said, fucking ripped and teared. He was unstoppable. Yeah. I like that little f- French thing French. you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, why not, you know? Why not? Look, has Moses been training with Tom and I? Trying to make the first team? Maybe. Look, it's good for, it's good for Manly when you've got your backup centre uh, in career best form. Can someone do some Dioring back there, either Matt or Dave? Obviously, D or Dave, head of Dior here, but Matt is Dave's boss. So, um, Everyone keeps saying Moses is going to the Dragons. Like, I don't buy it. I'm sure they're trying. And if he goes, good luck to him. But 
Money's money. Money is money. But I just, I think we've still got him for next year. Money's money. Yeah, he's not on the off-contract list, which I think is left over from the podcast the other day. There you go. But it does say, so it says here, um, this is from four days ago, from thesportingbase.com. Um, Moses Sully is all set to take up a $1.6 million deal from the cash flush St. George Dragons after, to- after being told his surplus to manly requirements heading into 2022. I just don't know if he's surplus to requirements. That's all I'd say is I just don't think he's surplus to requirements. He rips more than anyone. He's not surplus to requirements. Moses Sully leaving would be like you leaving this podcast. You would. Why would you... I'm fucking not surplus to requirements here. But like, of course you're not. But also, are you? Would you leave this for fucking some cash job? I wouldn't. Someone shit. I also don't love the connection there because I'm not a bench player. I'm Tommy Turbo. But what? No, no, no. I'm saying, why would you? Are you saying I'm not Tommy Turbo? I'm saying, this why would you? Why would you leave a winning thing to go to the DMC Dragons? He's already been at a DMC. Do you know what I think is the problem with a lot of these players is because there's been no, like, reserve-grade cups this year and last year, guys like Moses Sully, who are essentially first-grade players at most clubs, just aren't getting any game time. Yes. So I think that's got it. Because it says in this article he's a bit frustrated with how he's playing Manly at the moment. Look, I get that. Yeah. I will say this, that... The, the, probably the benefit of going to a DMC is that, like, you know, Moses Sully, a phenomenal player as evidence over the last couple of weeks. But if he goes to a Dragon side, he's basically the Tommy Turbo of the team. Whereas at Manly, no one's the Tommy Turbo of the team except Tommy. Yeah. I mean, look, Moses ripping and tearing. Let's just start there. But there is ample evidence of players ripping and tearing at good clubs going to shit ones and not ripping and tearing anymore yeah happens all the fucking time so look leave manly at your own peril is what we're saying it's interesting to hear that he's surplus to requirements though because he just isn't he just isn't no he's not surplus to the requirements he's fucking he dominated against those raiders losers on the weekend no disrespect no disrespect um on that, I tell you what I did like, Eddie, and I think it was the quote of the weekend, and it was Ricky Stewart in his post-match press conference after Manly got the job done, uh, and he said that if premierships were were decided or won on courage and courage alone, Raiders would win the comp. No, right. he said they'd be in the grand final. Sorry, grand final for courage, which I think, in so doing, is acknowledging that he still wouldn't win the comp. He still wouldn't win the comp. Manly would. Because um, obviously Manly number one for courage, because again you don't win games like that against a side that need to win to make the eight. When a win for us doesn't really do anything. It does nothing. And Tommy's not playing. To win games like that, you need courage. Yeah. Uh, and I think the fact that we won that game implies that we have more courage than the Canberra Raiders. Yep. Therefore, we would win the grand final of courage. So was that the grand final for courage I on the think, weekend? I think, I think in a roundabout way, Tom, if I'm reading between the lines and, look, having dated Ricky on and off for some time... Yeah, you guys have been close. I feel like I know what he's trying to say, and that is that was the grand final. That was the courage comp grand final. Yeah. Manly got the job done by displaying more courage. Courage cup. Courage cup. Manly won the courage cup. Our first bit of silverware this year. I like, I you know... I think Ricky's at a point now where he's like, okay, some people had us winning the real comp this year. 
we've all we've obviously gone pretty fucking poorly. Mm. How do I spin this? Ricky, I think the greatest spin doctor uh, in like coaching the coaching space. Like when his team loses, he does like so. Let's say he uses courage, right? Like courage is the th- the sort of the metric that he uses to gas up his team. What are they coming? Just. Tenth. So, like, as opposed to a loss being like, well, you know, look, we just, you know, we dropped too much ball or we, like, we started strong again, but we fell away like we fucking have done all season. It's like, he's like, no, I'm in the trenches there with him. I'm, I'm feeling this one with him. There's a lot of courage in that side. Courage, like, he sort of talks him up in this way of like, no, we didn't win. We're not good, but like, kind of are good. Mate, he's basically saying the team's come a tenth. They're having a cunt of a season. Yeah. Like, I don't use that word often. No. But I'm using it in this situation. Mm. It's been a train wreck from yeah. start to finish. And he's up there saying that they're basically in the grand final. For courage. And I'm like, no, you're not. No, you're definitely not. You're t- <laughs> the grand final? Nah, bruh. And even if there's the grand final for courage, like... That's not a thing, Ricky. I, yeah, <laughs> for, for, it's not a thing. You made that up. You just invented a grand final. You literally, and you're using something intangible. Exactly. Like how, yeah, do you, yeah. how does one measure courage? You how just do, can. It's just that's what I, it's something you can just say, and it's like, well, there's no way of proving that. It's like, Ricky. oh yeah, get your fucking courage meter out. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not like a protractor. It's not like a trundle wheel you, or a trundle wheel, which gives you accurate, measurable, repeatable data. Yeah, courage definitely a subjective metric. Fucking At- subjective, <laughs> and obviously Ricky, who's fucking in there within the trenches with him. Of course, he's going to say that they're most—they're the most courageous. But like from where I'm sitting, Ricky, sorry, bro, I'm not seeing a whole lot of courage. I tell you, who's got a bit of courage? The Roosters. Like, yeah, the, yeah. You, you want to talk you want about to talk courage? Sixty percent of your salary cap sitting on the sidelines are retired, and they're fucking chalking up W after W after W. They're coming fourth, motherfucker. Yeah, that's you want to talk about courage. <laughs> not coming tenth after fucking all your players uh, walk out. You fucking, you've <laughs> lost. So many games in rugby league this week, and they've all been limp dick performances. <laughs> they've all, but they're all like, start strong, get ahead, and then go flaccid uh, when the game's on the line. That's, that's not courage. Not courage. That's going soft. That's being a fucking bunch of soft cocks. That's that. Uh, look, I hate to tell you, Ricky, that's actually the opposite of courage. Yeah, that's not courage at all. And this, again, no disrespect, just reacting off of what you said, and that's that you guys are grand finalists in the Courage Cup, which is horseshit. <laughs> You're not. You're definitely not. And that doesn't exist even, Ricky. Courage is fucking the worst start to a rugby league season. Picking yourself up off the canvas and now going fighting again for the top four. And going again and going again. If it, if there's a is if there's a final for the Courage Cup, it's the Roosters and Manly. Yeah. And we all fucking know it. It the, certainly is not the Raiders. The Raiders aren't even in the top eight for Courage Cup. <laughs> they're, not, they're not in the literal top eight, nor they missed the finals for the Courage Cup. They miss, <laughs> they're not in the finals for the Courage Cup. No way. Jesus. I've got them 10th or 11th. <laughs> yeah. They're about 10th, maybe lower for the Courage Cup. Mate, they might be lower for Courage Cup. 100%. Well, mate, if... Because if in the face of adversity, they folded. I reckon they're 12th. Yeah. I reckon they're 12th for Courage. Sorry, Sorry. Rick. Mm. You know who's last? Parramatta. They're yeah. 16th for Courage. Yeah. Dude, they're celebrating the fact they beat the, uh, the Cowboys, which I get. That's cute. That's, that's, that's about what, what you should be doing at this point. It's cute. They also, it wasn't comprehensive. No, they just wanted to sing again. Yeah. I respect a good, a good, a good song. Yeah. Did they say that? What? We just wanted to sing again? Because that sounds uh, like something they would look, say. I bet they did. Yeah. If that's I'm a betting man and I fucking am. Beater as fuck.
they're looking to sing again. Yep. So, no, Ricky, you're wrong. No, sorry, Ricky. And that's with the greatest respect You didn't make Ricky. the finals for the Courage Cup. And you're not going to make the finals for the NRL. So, back to the drawing board, bruh. Back to the drawing board. Um, but Para uh, and South was a... Fu- sorry, not Para. Uh, South and Panthers was a fucking good game. That was interesting. I found like that game, if you're from a South perspective... I reckon you come away from that with a similar feeling we did after the uh, Manly Melbourne game where you go like, you're lost and the referees were not with you, but you guys were also your worst enemy at times. But like when you guys were on, if you play good, hard, honest rugby league, like the first fucking 20 minutes, whatever you played, like Souths can fucking do the damn thing. It's just about whether they can... Uh, well, they need to put in a complete... Rugby league Complete rugby league performance, which they don't... They hate doing that against good teams. They hate it. They're like, oh, yeah, we'll play for 25 minutes. Yeah. And They're terrified we... of, of, of good teams. That's the reality. Look, but it, but it does make it... In, even though they didn't win, it's it's still a nice, interesting narrative as we head towards the finals. Yeah. Four teams, five teams, in with a sniff. Obviously, Melbourne, the fucking benchmark, Manly. And Josh they... Mansour got bombed into oblivion. Uh, look... Josh, he, Josh has had a, a, a pretty good career, I think, you know. Like played for Josh, Australia, played for New South Wales. Yeah, I'm, I'm not here to knock Josh, but I think Josh would fucking sit here on this podcast and tell the truth as well and say it wasn't his best performance. So, he got shown the fuck up. But that was like your, your old team. That was what was even worse. It's like your old team going, listen, we know what this guy can't do, and yeah. that's catch a rugby league football. Yeah. So we are going to bomb the fuck out of him. And then what they did was they bombed him so hard until at one point he got like a triple head high tackle as he lay on the ground and then twisted his knee and got kneed in the head, split open. And you're like, holy shit, Mm. he's out of the game. So then what do they do? Then just clearly just turns his sights over to Alex Johnson and go, oh, you're not much better, brother. We're (laughs) We're coming for you too. And then they just start bombing AJ. Jesus Christ. Luttrell didn't exactly take any either. The, the back three from the Rabbitohs, it seems, with the greatest respect, can't defuse bombs. Do you think that Nathan doing something funky to it, though? What, like the way, the way he's kicking? Yeah. Well, I'm sure that a Cleary kick better than, say, a Luke Brooks. Up. Like, I remember hearing something a while ago about how they fucking... He, he does something to them where they just they swing last minute. That's, I think, when you... And this is obviously me talking about kicking, which I know nothing about, except that I've seen Joey Johns do it a couple of times... Slash saw Joey Johns taking kids through a training camp in Clavelli the other day. It looked sick. Um, but if you hit like the belly of the ball with your foot, mm. it doesn't spiral. It just floats. So then it floats up and then, or like, or it goes up in a certain way and then, and then tips over. There's like something about the way if you just hit it right in the middle and then the way it comes down, it's like, you know, when you throw, when you throw a non-spiral pass and yeah. it does a bit of that in the yeah, air, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's that similar. Like a knuckleball. Exactly, a knuckleball. That's actually exactly what it is. Like, well, like that sort of vibe where it just sort of swings randomly in the air and completely wigs you out. So, look, I wasn't paying attention to the specifics of Nathan's kicks. I no, but now, a, you, you, you just watch him go up. Yeah. At least I do. It's probably something they could do in terms of the evolution of, of filming rugby league football is to get a close-up on the seed just to see what it's doing in the air. Just a, a seed cam. Seed cam. Quickly go to seed cam and, and like, has he knuckled this thing? Is, you this, need just is, like, this, is this your cut and dry spiral? What's yeah. going on here? We get like the best of the best from the PGA yep. and we go, listen. Oh, yeah, yeah. The best of the best. Because like, let's, 
let's be honest, the best cameramen in the world are on the PGA Tour. Without a doubt. You spotting a fucking ball going that quick in midair, bang. Not and then just, just with the background of like an overcast sky. But just bang, got it. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I can't even watch my own drives in an overcast sky. Yeah. I'm like, where the fuck did that go? You've got some dude with a camera, so we need them on seed cam. Mm. And that's all they do for the whole game. Just watch the seed. Watch the seed. Watch the seed. Watch, watch the, the seed. Fucking watch, fly the seed. The watch the seed. Watch the seed. Um, but it was interesting. Penrith, uh, like they scored some arsey fucking tries, but it was like once they turned it on, they turned it on. It was like, oh, okay. Yeah, they're good. They're, they're a rugby league outfit. Yeah. I think it's fair to say. Nathan yep. Cleary is back. Yeah. Back in a big way. Yeah, and now they got Pangai as well. Yes. Did win. you see Pangai sling Appy Coruscant when he scored the try? I was like, God, that could have gone bad. And this is probably sounds like I'm some like uh, NRL 360 being negative for the sake of being negative. I'm not. But it was just like one of those things where I was like, oh, as he scored the try and everyone's running in to celebrate and Pangai sort of run in and grabbed him by like the arms and then sort of gone to the ground and just like fucking hoiked him and he's like <laughs> spun around. But as he spun around, all the other teammates are coming in from this way and they all just like nothing happened and they all just fell on each other. I was like, calm down, bro. You've been at the club for like three weeks. Yeah. I don't know if you're swinging blokes around, you know? No, no, no. You haven't fucking progressed up there, bro. I don't know if you're, I don't know if we're there yet. No. God, no. That you can just start swinging around the best hooker in the fucking side. No. Who learnt everything he knows at the greatest club of all, man. Yeah. But that's just a side That's note. just a side note. That's just a side Did note. Did you see Adam, Adam Reynolds 40-20? That's the greatest 40-20 I've oh ever seen. God. That He's was the greatest 40-20 I've ever seen. Absolute freak. It was like, okay. I mean, Cherry Evans has kicked a shitload of good ones, but that was fun. But that was just the like, you can, you know, you can say Cherry Evans is the best 40-20 uh, exponent. Yes. In proponent. The game. proponent, exponent, check. What's an exponent and what's a proponent? Well, I think a proponent is someone who proponent. Oh, well done, Dave. Okay, yeah, well yeah. done, Dave. Well, let's let's get you googling. No, no, no. What I was getting at is a proponent is what you do to it. An exponent is what the thing that you have been proponing. So you then I, mean? I was right when I was saying exponent of the forty twenty. No, because the forty twenty itself is the exponent. Well, okay. Let's. So it says, yeah, pro proponent. Verb uh, to suggest for consideration, propose. So I guess if he's proposing forty twenty. Okay, and what's exponent? Exponent. Exponent refers to the number of times a number of times. But uh, that's a maths thing. Um, like, uh, it's giving examples. Once homeless Janice is now a successful businesswoman and exponent for ending homelessness. So like that's more what like a fucking so it's not really like an expert an exponent for the forty twenty then would be someone who like wants it to be a rule. Well, I think you could say Adam Reynolds so is right. an is an exponent for the forty twenty. Still kind of right. I think proponent. But who said proponent? I, I don't know. It might have been you. Look, I don't think we're any closer to the truth. No, I don't think we are either. But I think Daly probably the best forty twenty are. But Adam Reynolds, that's the best forty twenty I've ever seen. It was like okay, I've got to obviously get it. Inside the 20, bounce and out. But I've also got to get it just over that motherfucker's hands and just to bounce before that motherfucker. And it just like literally over the dude's fingers and out. Best 40-20 I've ever seen. Mm. That was gorgeous. But did it count for anything, Eddie? No. no. Have you seen any 2040s? I think I've seen one and it's from Daly. No. Did he kick a 2040? 
Not on the no, weekend, I'm but in general. I'm just, I'm just shooting the shit about 20 Did he actually kick one or did he try to kick it? I uh, don't know. I, I'm pretty sure I've seen him try one. Yeah, I think I have as well, but I don't think anyone's successfully kicked one yet. Really? Last year. Milf. Why don't we see them more? Because there's probably not as much value. Because if it's you, like if you fuck it up. Yeah, but if you're under the pump, you got to win the game. I mean, there's like five minutes to go and you need full possession. Sure. Look, I'm not against it, but I mean, you're not going to get... If you don't pull it off, then you kind of... It depends, I guess, where you are in the tackle camp. But like, if you don't pull it off, then you're fucking under the pump again, aren't you? And if you need points, they're attacking you. Not a place you want to be. Whereas if you hold the ball, maybe you're going for like glory. It seems to me as well, and it doesn't really make sense like physically, but it seems like you can get a better angle on a kick when you're kicking from your 40 into the 20 than you can from your own 20 because you don't want to take it back as far and like the defensive line is, you know. It'd have to be the exact same, wouldn't it? Because it's just a little bit, it's just like a different part of the field, but it's... You could argue. I hear what you're saying, but like... I think you would have more angle because you've got... You you have no more or less angle. It's exactly the same. Because you've got... More field to work field with. Field to work with. You've got to get it into That's the 20 minutes. Like you see a lot of them go dead on the 4020s. Or they roll into the in goal and Some go out. Them. I don't think you see a lot of them. You see it happens. It certainly happens. It's not going to go dead the other way around, is it? No. But you've got to have a big fucking boot on you still to go 40 into the dead. Look. They kick 60 metres all the time. Yeah. Look, I, I know what you mean there. You've definitely got more to work with. More field to work with. But... If I'm getting my protractors out, angles have to be the same, right? Well, that's one for... That's one for the, for the mathematicians out there. Did anyone see on Twitter yesterday? Maybe not. And I don't know exactly how this thing's worked out. I won't even name the player because that's why it was fucked. But Buzz Rothfield of 99% mayonnaise fame put up a thing, and I'm assuming he wrote an article about it, where it was like... NRL player checks into Alcoholics Anonymous and then it has a huge photo of the player. And I'm like, well, it's not so anonymous now, is it, Buzz? What are we doing? Now, I know that, like, Alcoholics Anonymous doesn't actually have to be anonymous, although the name suggests it. But I'm like, that is so fucking unnecessary. Buzz doesn't give a fuck, though. He doesn't give a shit. And it's all about being first and, like, let's break the news. Be like, who gives a fuck? Like, leave this guy alone. And he's had problems with alcohol. You could probably fucking pick who it is in a few guesses. Um, But it's just like... There's plenty of players that would have... Exactly. They'd probably be fucking heaps in Alcoholics Anonymous. But it's just like... Unless... The only other thing it could be is if, like, the player himself who I don't believe has a club at the moment because of a, a, a recent sort of fuck around, is trying to show that he's, like, active in his behavioural overhaul. Could be that. It could be that as well. If it's the former, it's fucking scat. If it's the former, it's scat and very buzz. But if it's the latter, then play on. Has buzz always been this lowbrow? Or is he becoming more lowbrow? I don't know. It's inter- I, th- I think maybe it was more accepted back in the day, just these sort of the behaviour of journos, whereas now maybe, or at least it was either more accepted or there, were less op- there was a less of an ability for anyone to have a voice or an opinion are about they, it. Like, but are they fucking quote-unquote celebrities? 
Like they like yes. were they? Yeah, yeah, no, they weren't. They 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 were to a degree, but they weren't as much as they are now. I don't. Yeah, they weren't been, all over TV and shit. The fuck up now. Yeah, but I think as well now, like for Buzz, life's gotten easier because there is a lot more scandal and narrative to talk about with things like social media and everyone having phones. Yeah, before like that, that wasn't known. No, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, they just had to report on on. Yeah. Good old-fashioned rugby league They had to, like, stand outside the pub and... and yeah, they probably shit. had to do a little bit more investigative journalism work as opposed to now where it's like you can turn anything into a fucking yarn. Speaking of players behaving badly, Joshy Dugues broke COVID apparently for a th- second time. He got caught twice in a night. Doing what? He was in, like, a country town. He says that he has the paperwork to say he could be there. So... You know, well, if he does, then if he does, then it's on. play on. But that's not how it's ever reported. Yeah, but again, that's off the back of what I just said. Like they just fucking say shit, and then it's like up to you to disprove it. He's not even in the player bubble. Like he's not even in the fucking. He's not even in the. So what are we talking about? If he's broken COVID, he would have got fined the fuck out. Well, he got caught twice in a night. By police. Yeah, they're like, you can't. What are you doing out here? You can't be out here. And then I think they were told to drive the other way and then they found him again, driving back. <laughs> so um, the, him and a mate got pulled over. Uh, they weren't wearing masks and cops checked them out. And Do you have out. to wear a mask in the car? Mm, that pro- would be absurd. Probably not, but maybe they didn't have Unless you're in an them. Uber. Surely you don't have to fucking wear it. No, I don't think so. But, hey, but the, anyway, they said they didn't have masks. Maybe they didn't have masks on them, which I know police can get pissy about. Mm. Um, they worked out they weren't from the area. Um, the driver allegedly told police they were moving to the area and were going to feed animals. However, later admitted they were heading to a friend's house for the weekend. And then they were directed to return home. About 40 minutes later, officers detected the same vehicle traveling away from Sydney towards Yetholm. I don't know where the fuck that is. Google that quickly. Um, The men were stopped and again directed to return to their homes. Charges are expected to be laid. Oh, so he's in shit. Well, he says he's got the paperwork, but I mean... But he just, doesn't, though. Well, that story doesn't sound like he does. Listen to that story, punters and dribblers, and tell me he's got paperwork. If he had paperwork, I'd, I mean, it and seems why like... Is, and why... He's what? He's going... To feed to animals. To a new house that he's moving to to feed animals? <laughs> what are you talking about? You'd think you'd get your story ironed out. That is not an ironed out story. It, it, the story, if it was ironed out, would be, I've just purchased a property... I have some new animals on the way that need feeding. Yes. Now, that's not the way it was recounted just then. No, which again, you can't necessarily go by the recount, but it certainly seems but it, like... But that was such a dumb recount. Surely that was the way it was told. Look, it doesn't sound great for Josh. It doesn't sound great, and it sounds, in fact, stupid. If you also had the paperwork, why wouldn't you bring what, that with were they, you? Were they put up during the day or at night, does it say? Um, I... F- Friday night, uh, 11.30 p.m. On their way to feed some animals. Dinner time. Yeah, that also Dinner. doesn't, that doesn't help. What the fuck? We're going to feed animals 11.30 at night. No, you're not. No, you're not. And then it was, they admitted they were going to a mate's place for the weekend. So, again, I'm just not sure. Where's Yothal? Uh It's just outside of Bathurst, in between like Bathurst and Lithgow. How do you spell it? Y-E-T-H-O-L-M-E. Never, ever heard of it, Eddie. We've driven that road. We've driven that road, what, 100 times? Yeah. At the 2011 census, the population was 253. Okay. 
How Still. far is it? Is, <laughs> it, is it towards Orange or is it towards Sydney? No, it's literally like in between Bathurst and Lithgow. Lithgow. Oh, but is it off? It's off the road then. No, it's actually pretty like on the main road. Cause you do not drive past it. You what must the be off the road. Fuck. Say it again. Y e t h o l m e. Y e t h. Yatholm. It says um, on Wikipedia, Yatholm was originally known as frying pan. Sure. It doesn't give any more information. Okay. So you, what, after Lithgow? No, so Yatholm, you know where that, the area of Yatholm, the community, it's that Caltex that you drive past. You know that one where there's that little fucking roadside motel? Yes. That's, that's Yatholm. So you're obviously off to the left a little bit and just like behind the Caltex, there's not two people, there's not 200 people living in the Caltex. No, but like said, so like this sort of side street yeah, yeah, around here, yeah, right, basically okay. where that Caltex is. I've thought about that's your, that's that's your Tholm Caltex. I've thought about staying in that fucking motel many a time. From a perspective of what Why? would it be like? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and how many fucking murders have gone on there and that sort of thing. I've always seen it as like an overflow motel for the super cheap one thousand. Why else would it be there? Because what are you telling me? You can't drive fifteen more minutes and get to Bathurst. Which is a fucking town with pubs and hotels. Like yeah, completely. Hotels Maybe it's just cheap shit. as chips. Like, I'm talking just past Go, Old Kent Road, fucking dollar a night sort of stuff. It, look, this place looks etch as fuck. It does. It does it's like not etch because it's run down and shit. It's not. It's just got a weird vibe. Yeah. A vibe that says to me, Don't this stay room's here. got peak holes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There are cameras in the sh in the bathrooms. You know what I mean. And well, someone else has a key to your room that doesn't own this place. Just know that. Maybe it's there because it's for the people who live in Bathurst but don't want to conduct their dirty business in town. It it seems more like a dirty business conduct. Can I say something? Based on what I know about your thumb, yeah. And this is no disrespect to the people of your thumb, the proud Yatholm. people of your thumb. This is more just a comment around Josh Dugan. There is no fucking way he wasn't breaking COVID when he's going to Yatholm. Is he really moving to Yatholm? <laughs> <laughs> I can promise you right now, he's not going to Yatholm to feed animals that he's just purchased. At 11.30 at night. Now, if it does turn out to be that by some absolute fluke in rugby league fucking, you know, uh, uh, you know, fucking bizarro world. And that he has bought a home in your film. And that he is going to feed a bunch of hungry animals at 11.30 <laughs> at night, then we will offer him our heartfelt apology. Uh, but at this stage... Reading the tea leaves, not what I'm saying. Just reading the tea leaves, obviously all alleged. Josh just wanted a weekend of rip and tear in your thumb. <laughs> and if you are from your thumb, reach out. Because there's only 200 of you. So, I mean, the chances are low, but then we are size that we are it's actually probably high and also yeah reach out actually because if you're, if you're from your thumb reach out i feel like like a, a small connection to the people of your thumb having driven past it or through it many times through it i've stopped there before Fucking the everyone everyone's stopped that that's the caltex that's streety friend of the show people still want us to do a podcast with him we will lock down no i don't think it is that's the one that he stopped no no because that's not the way you get to barrel Right, that's the one. So when he's leaving, I don't think it was. No, it was. It was that one. No, no, because no, 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 no. Because you've been driving for like an hour. That's only fifteen minutes out of town. And he was driving a barrel. And that's how I'd go from. Barrel. That's no, that's not how you get a barrel from. You know. No, no. Which you way go, would you go? You go. There's like a back way. 
You don't go that way. Hmm. And he was he wasn't fifteen minutes out of town, dude. That's true. It is only fifteen minutes out of twenty five k's. So far at all. Okay. Well, then we can we can take all of that back. Well, <laughs> I feel like now we want to hear the story. So Streety, yeah, exactly. It bogged down in semantics, Eddie. Who gives a fuck? Well, I'm just telling you, it wasn't that. All servo. I'm saying is though, who gives a fuck? Well, but it wasn't. I'm saying that who gives a fuck because it was more of a precursor into the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I just want the punter and the dribbler to know that the story that you're telling... Is incorrect. Yeah. It's not your thumb. <laughs> so we can know that. Streety left Bathurst to drive home to Barrel. And he was obviously... He's, he's absent-minded at times. And he drove... He was gone... Like, he was driving. Let's say it was fucking not your thumb, Eddie. I believe he'd been travelling for an hour. Okay. So he'd been driving for an hour, which means that it was impossible for it to be the Yathalm Caltex, although you could have been driving slowly. He's then pulled into the petrol station and then basically come to as he's pulling up back at our house in Bathurst and he realised that he drove, turned into the petrol station and then left and just went (laughs) back the way he came and didn't realise until he got to our house that he'd just driven no, back. Well, no, he realised when he got to the Maccas because right. he drove into Bathurst, right? I can't tell you how many fucking indicators there are that you are <laughs> in Bathurst, you, that you're approaching Bathurst, that you're, not, that you're not driving a barrel. He would... And the McDonald's in Bathurst is, like, in the middle of town. Like, you've got to drive a considerable ways through Bathurst before you arrive there, right? And... He was driving and said to himself, fucking, this looks this familiar. Looks familiar. Like, what is this town? And then it wasn't until he got to, he was like, to, he said to himself, if there's a fucking Macca's up here on the right, <laughs> and he gets to it. and You don't need to ask yourself that question. It. You don't need to. There are so many. He'd been at uni in Bathurst at that point for three years. Not to mention that there's like a sign that says, welcome to Bathurst as you fucking drive in. There's a huge panhandler guy. Like a huge he, statue he, of a he fucking. Thought, he thought that he was in a new town that had been built on the way to Barrel, <laughs> and that there was potentially a new Macca's there. If there's a Macca's up here, I'm in Barrel. Anyway, he said he was too embarrassed to come back and come into the house and tell it, so he just chucked another Yui and then drove back. So it had two hours to his trip. Jesus. Yeah. Special kind of operator. Kind Shout of out to Streety. We will get him on. So pissed off. We will be getting him on to the Thursday podcast at some point. Um, and also, I think there was a few people asking in your cornflake cookie yesterday when we'll do a wags pod. We'll do a wags pod. Yes, we might do one soon. Sure. Ella was actually asking about that the other day. Oh, yeah? She was like, when are we coming off that wag pod? Yeah. And I was like, we'll work mm, it out. Soon. Yeah. HSP wag pod. Probably best to do it before Steph. Has the child. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe it's better when she's had it and then we can fucking pound piss. <laughs> <laughs> Unlikely. Uh, does that mean I'm babysitting? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> um, anything else rugby league related, Ed? I don't know. I was going to say, uh, did you see Jaden Ockenbaugh's try? No, but I heard oh, everyone saying it's like the best oh, thing ever. It was a ripper. Yeah, it was good. Shout out to Jaden. Had a tough... Was, is this year, was that Jayden? Lachlan Lewis that kicked that? Oh, I did see that try. Yeah. Yes. Lincoln Lewis. Lincoln Lewis. <laughs> no, it is Lachlan. That's Lachlan. Yeah. Sorry. I can tell uh, Eddie got genuinely confused for a second. No, I was no. like, hang on, what? I was just being a fucking Lincoln idiot. Lewis. Lincoln the Lewis. Son of Wally? <laughs> Broncos game was good as well. It was Broncos like game was good. Proper bottom eight footy. My favorite bit was when the Broncos kicked it out on the full off the kickoff. 
and then the Warriors didn't kick it out off the penalty. I know. That was, that was, that was bottom eight yeah. to a T. Fantastic. Bottom eight footy can always be relied on, particularly this time of year when the bottom eight is so set in stone and you know who's shit. And yes. He, and he just... You, you it was still a pretty good game, right? Yeah, but, like, yeah. Yeah, but that's, that's, what, that's why it was That's good. why yeah. it's good. Yeah. Because it's two dog shit teams having a crack. Unpredictability, just fucking... Yeah. Like, Milford was the best player on the field, arguably. Milford ripped. No, he yeah. was the best player. Yeah. Milford absolutely ripped. And it's like he's got the pressure of performance off. He's got the, like the pressure of the weight of expectation. Reese Walsh kicks one from four. <laughs> yeah, mate. Basically, cruels their season. I mean, you, you can't you can't script it down in bottom eight footy land. It's no. beautiful. Bottom eight footy can't be scripted. It just happens, and it's that's instinct. why it's actually yeah. it's all instinct. There's like your plans go out the window when you're playing bottom eight footy because you can't execute them. So it's just. What am I doing? Play what's in front of you. Eyes up. Eyes up, which is footy. exciting. Plenty of drop ball, plenty of fuck-ups. I uh, just Very want to go... Can I go back to Manly real quick, Eddie? <laughs> I don't want to, like, take... I don't want us to take credit, but ever since we sent them their punters and dribblers hats, they haven't lost a game of footy. And Curtis Sirenan scored on the weekend, who we sent them to directly. So and we knew was good for a fucking meaty at some point. Yeah, we knew it was coming. Curtis yeah. scores, manly undefeated. And he said, he inboxed us saying it was the hearts. Yeah, and we said, look, we're not going to take all of the credit, but we certainly will. But you better take a fucking slice. believe that we're going to take our slice. We're going to take a slice of credit. What? I'm not going to take a slice of credit when I deserve the whole pie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Well, that's madness. Whoops. Sorry, taking all of it. No, not all of it, but some of it, a lot of it. Um, <laughs> is there anything else rugby league related? Are we done with rugby league? Are we done with rugby league? Uh, Let me check. Not long to go to finals. There's a buzz in the air. It's getting warmer, people. Yeah, it's getting warmer. When it gets warmer, you're like, Ooh, hang on. Wow, is it September soon? Yeah, bruh. It is September soon. Wait, what happens in September again? Finals. finals oh, that's right. Okay. I'm ready to fucking rock and roll now, baby. I got one thing. It's not rugby league related. It's more just general, but I heard it in a rugby league context and I was sort of like, holy shit. You know the term uh, like put the foot on the throat or, or, or to take the foot off the throat when it's like you allow a team back into a game? Yes. I was like, that's a pretty aggressive term. Yeah. It seems like one that survived. And again, I'm not against it. I like using it. But it seems like a term that has survived from like a bygone, more violent era where you're like, you know, like imagine if it was like fucking something where it's like, oh yeah, he's bloody, you know, stabbed him to death. You're like, wow. You knifed him in the back. Knifed him in the back. Yeah. That's another one where you're just a bit like, wow. Yeah. Are you going somewhere with the saying? Oh, that was it. <laughs> that was it. I thought you were going to give a clarification around it. It's, it's, it's well, what do you history. mean? What clarification do you have? Foot on the throat, you're stepping on someone's throat till they choke to death. Well, I'm just saying there might be a story. It's, well, it doesn't seem like it's definite here, but there are some things saying that it's a, what do they call it here? A malaprop, which is, I think, like a, com a combining of two sayings of put your foot on the gas and going full throttle. And that, like, just the word throttle has maybe been abbreviated into throat. Ah, uh -huh. maybe I'm not. I'm not going to go out on a limb like Matt did here and say I was definitely right, <laughs> but it could be that. Correct. See that I can see how it would get there, but foot on the throat also seems like something from like sword wheeling times. He's taking the foot off the throat, taking the foot off the throttle. 
Yeah, I can see that. That would be fucking weird if it was always foot on the throttle and it's and turned just, into throat. Yeah. Because that's, Wouldn't that be odd? Because that doesn't just, that's not shortening something to be no, like that's quicker. Changing that's just it changing it's it. It's just changing it. Like saying good day and get a is just shortening good day. They both mean oh, really? how you do it. I didn't know that. But that's what I'm saying. Really? I'm saying <laughs> foot on the throttle and I'm foot on the throat. I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. you don't have to I don't know if you me. are. Are you? I'm with you. I think it's odd. I don't know if you are with me. All I'm saying is when it comes to these sort of sayings, you can't be, it's not fait accompli as to where it's come from. No. They're oh, very odd. That's what someone, a dribbler asked for me to call, well, called you out and asked me to uh, bring it up with you. Mm. Ad nauseum, not at nauseum. Uh, I like the way I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Back in your box, dribbler. Yeah, sorry, brah. Not doing it. Uh, that's rugby league though, right? No. No. <laughs> Manly will win the comp. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever been more disrespected as a nation. And I'm talking about myself as a nation. Didn't mean to, but I don't know if Australia has ever been more disrespected as a nation. Well, you're part of the nation. You're a mouthpiece, mouthpiece for the <laughs> nation. Mouthpiece for the nation. <laughs> you're a mouthpiece for the nation. So I'm going to allow it, Tom. Thank you. And I sit here. You know what I'm talking about already. Coming to the punter and the dribbler in trying times. I think that's what we would call them, yeah. trying times. Now, I've never seen this level of disrespect in all my years, Tom. Mm. That's 30 of them. That's 30 brave Australian years. Um, the fucking hide on New Zealand rugby. Now, caveat, right now I have removed my New Zealand blood and I've put it to the side and Eddie has done the same. The hide on those Kiwi pricks to just... Pull the pin on the bled three in Perth and not fucking tell a soul at Rugby Australia. The team's there already in Perth, getting getting the ready. Wallabies. Yeah. yeah, getting ready for a big game. The fucking tickets have been sold. And West Australia like, has like zero fucking COVID cases. No, none. Like none. Zero COVID cases. More less than fucking New Zealand does. The 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 CEO of Rugby Australia, whose name. Not just escapes me, I don't know it. <laughs> he said he was on the phone to the CEO of New Zealand Rugby earlier in the day and the motherfucker didn't even bring it up. Didn't say a word, didn't say a peep, didn't even say they were thinking about it. The only way they found out was in the media. And their excuse is so fucking weak. They're like, oh yeah, but the rugby championship's schedule's not ironed out. It's like, what the fuck so does that have to do what? with anything? They said as well. Why is that important? But what's, I don't even get what that means. They said, uh, it says uh, New Zealand were worried about like the possible later return date being late November because of quarantine protocols and they've got other tests and bullshit like that. And what happened was... Hang on, what? What's, what's late November got so, to do with so, anything? It's August. It says New Zealand Rugby says they made the decision because they were putting the squad and officials and their families first with no return date possible until 23rd November because of quarantine protocols. And, and so... Rugby hold Australia, on. hang on. What the hell long do they have to fucking quarantine for? I don't know. Well, when... I don't know. Because they've got other games against, like, fucking, I don't know, South Africa. Argentina. But where? In South Africa? I That's like... That's something you know long... Like, because they were meant to play on the weekend, weren't they? Yeah. So, but hang on, why can the... Stra but th this isn't making any sense. The Wallabies went there, no problem. That's what I'm trying to work out. What's the difference? 
that how long is their quarantine period? You knew, and even if it is, say, like let's say it's a month, which is, is fucking crazy. But, but let's. But what I'm saying not. is, you already, but you already knew about the situation that you were in more than fucking. But hang on, how can the Wallabies go to New Zealand and it be fine, and the own, the New Zealand side not do the same? That doesn't make any sense. Makes no sense. So I think the the All Blacks have a test on the 23rd of October, it says here, against USA. In, Where? In America. So what? I don't know. But yeah. It just what, seems like they What is their excuse for and not playing? No. Okay. It, they said it's that. It's clearly not that. Because what happened was um, New Zealand rugby gave Rugby Australia a midday deadline to come back to them with like a solid thing of events. Rugby Australia said, yo, can we have till 3 p.m.? Hold on. And what the fuck are they no. talking about, though? Of events for what? Just like for where they're going to play the games and how they're going to get the team in. Right, and get but around uh, that, 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 this, and I'm not having yeah. your ear, that, that clearly, like what you're saying, it has nothing to do with the game in Perth. No? Like, there's what they're asking for is no clarity around the fucking Bledisloe 3. They're asking for clarity around, like, the rest of rugby championship shit. Um, but Argentina's already been playing South Africa. That's what. But what I is going on? It's. I think it's just all because of, like, not COVID itself that they're worried about, but just the government regulations and shit, and having to work around that, which seems like a bit of a fucking like cop out. The thing that I don't understand is that you have got enough time to raise that as an issue, rather than dropping that onto anyone like a couple of days out from the game and not even telling. Australia. Is it supposed to be this Saturday? Bled through? No, it was, it was meant to be, to be last, last Saturday. Saturday. It was meant to be in Perth on Saturday. And they And when did they pull the pin? Thursday or Friday? It doesn't make sense. And they were like, New Zealand won't allow the players to fly to Australia. Like bullshit. There's no cases in Perth. And how can you let Australia come to you if that's the case? Well, that was before New Zealand started getting any cases of the Delta, which they've now got, and they've locked the fuck down. Um, that j- I don't look. I mean, it does not seem very easy to find a clear answer or a good answer as to why they did that. Would you say this? Would you say this? Would it be called off if they hadn't already wrapped the fucker up? No, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Is there a way that you can? The problem is that we are. Have they now forfeited, and we should get it? Through some sort of technicality? Well, no. I think they're actually even trying to reschedule it. Um, but, like, the fact that... But they have technically forfeit. Yeah, but they already won two games. So. No, but we should be getting the points towards rugby championship at least. Oh, I don't mind that. Do we want them? I don't want... I don't want forfeit points. Yeah, of course we don't want forfeit points. But, like, if you're going to forfeit... If the game isn't replayed, then you take the forfeit points. Yes. Yes. I agree with that. But that's it's just the, the thing. The main thing is just like the disrespect to Australian rugby. Obviously, Australian rugby, not where it should be or not where it once was. But like, you know what, New Zealand? Like, we could just fucking stop playing rugby. And then whatever you got, you're a fucking country that plays rugby well. And no one else does. And no one else gives a fuck. So cool. Enjoy fucking playing against each other and beating the shit out of, like, South Africa and stuff. The only time you'll ever see us in a World Cup. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're just kind of like, what are you doing? At least... I don't, and look, I don't know. But, but, but I like, why would you say no to money? There would have been a shitload of money on off for that third test. 
Seems like they were yeah, just they, trying to... They'd already sold 60,000 tickets. Yeah. 60,000? 60, but also, it's in... Look, it's in New Zealand's best interest, I think, to promote the game of rugby. Now, your big brother, us... Sorry. ...has been struggling of late with rugby. I think we can all acknowledge that. But they could also... Surely they can acknowledge that a healthy Australian rugby is good for the global game, good yeah. for them. Mm. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Don't know if that works here, but you know what I'm saying. It does. It's like watching your older you know brother I mean? like, get his life off the rails and just become can help really your like brother. an outcast, and then you've become really successful and you're not going to help your older yeah. brother. Help your big brother who's yeah. fucking helped you through times yeah. of absolute beaterish fucking mm. existence. So Dave Rennie said, he goes, I think it's disappointing how it's being communicated all our boys found out through social media. I thought New Zealand rugby didn't even have the respect to consult Rugby Australia about their decision. I just feel there's only one of us who are interested in doing what's best for the game. It tells you more about them than about us, I'd say. There Fuck you go. Up. There you go. Put the, you got to put And Dave Rennie's a fucking Kiwi. Of course yeah. he is, Tom. We all know that. But Dave, rightly so, pointing out, as I just did, having not even heard that quote, got to put the game first. Yeah. And when you've sold 60,000 tickets to the punter and the dribbler in Western Australia who live for Rugby Union, that's a good, proud Rugby Union stake, Tom. Yeah. Western Australia. To rob them of a chance to see the boys in gold go around and, and have a red-hot crack is fucking criminal. Yeah. And to pull out at the, at the final hour it's with some weak. bullshit excuse about COVID when there is none in Western Australia is a fucking weak as piss. Yeah. So weak as piss. With... Again, with the, the Kiwi blood not in our bodies at the moment, fuck New Zealand rugby, fuck their coach, fuck their CEO, fuck them all. Fuck them. They should forfeit from the test championship. Yep. They should be out. Three-horse race now, we're a fucking sniff. <laughs> <laughs> we're a sniff. Yeah. Now, Kiwi blood back in. <sighs> it's tough. You got to do what you got to do, right? <laughs> got to do what you got to do. I don't know if we've got all the facts on the table yet. It'd be interesting to speak to some people in New Zealand rugby and sort of find out exactly what their motivations were. I just don't know if we've got them all yet. Uh, look, I don't want to put fucking Dave in a bad place, but like I... Who the, the muddy? The waters are still muddy. Water's still muddy. Look, as a, as a fan, as, you know, as a half care, who the fuck's Dave Rennie? I wonder if I had to homeschool my kids during a time like this for like their schools and shit, whether I'd just be like, you know what, dude? Fucking don't worry about it. Like, obviously, it's, it might be good as a parent to, like, have them distracted so you don't have to deal with them all the time. Mm. But, like, whether you just sort of go, like, are you really fucking remembering any of the shit you learn in homeschool? Like, I've, have you seen those TikTok videos where it's, like, dudes are on Zoom and then, like, their camera accidentally pops up in, like, the class Zoom and it's them, like, ripping bongs in the car? Like, these are, like, 18-year-olds and shit. You know that happened at my school. Maybe that was where I saw it. You might have seen it. Yeah, there were. I think the kid got expelled, and the because because well, the kid who came basically there were like three or four videos doing the rounds of like one kid was like ripping a bong in class, another kid was like chopping up lines. Yeah, you, that's on the, the one I saw. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that, that was a college school Zoom. Proud to be ex. Um, and yeah, like mo I think a couple of the kids weren't at the school, but someone sent them the link to join. But yeah, those are like all so my... So what, old like kids who aren't even at the school join the Zoom? Yeah, yeah, just to do that. Those are all my old teachers. That was so funny. Myself. That was so That good. is fucking funny. But yeah, dude, trying to fucking do it. But I feel like you need to... Like, Fuck if your kid's in one of those stages of development, like this is the two years they needed to learn how to read and write, 
and then they come out of that not knowing how to read and write, I feel like that's going to I be get, bad. yeah, definitely. But, like, mate, it'd be hard if you have kids, say they're, like, from 14 to 18, if you have kids that aren't studious, which they're, like, naturally are. Like, I wasn't. Like, I didn't, like, learn. I was better than probably, like, an unstudious kid, but I was not studious at all. But, like, you know, the ones you had in your class who were like, I don't give a fuck. This ain't me, baby. Mm. Like, mate, if they're your kid and you're trying to get them to do work at home and they've got all of the distractions and they aren't, you know, they're mates and, like, they can't... It's good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Being in year 12 now would be a fucking shit fight. Dude, it'd be a nightmare. That'd actually suck. Like, It'd suck, dude. Year 12, was, year 12 was fun as yeah, fuck. so fun. It would be horseshit. Dude, you know what? Like, from year 9 or 10 till, like, 24 probably like the greatest years of your life like you're going through a bunch of different changes you know from your and i perspective puberty girls fucking partying you know finishing school all that shit ripping and tearing ripping and tearing then it's out of school young adult going out blah 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 doing whatever you want oh moving in with mates going out fucking around this that uni all these fucking it's only two years like that people have been like that have that they've lost but it's still it's still pretty fucking... It's still like a, a golden age that people are just having to be locked down. But, I mean, you would also imagine they ain't locking down. Like, do you reckon kids are just sneaking out and ripping and tearing? I think there'd be a little bit of that little bit of that for sure. I just don't think people... You can rip and tear as much. You can't rip like, and tear. Of course you can't yeah. rip and tear as much, but I'm saying you sneak out to, like, some park... But ribbon even and, ribbon still, and tear are not what it was. Yeah, no, even then not. you're still, yeah, like you're getting a bit pissed with like a few mates. You're not yeah, you're not on the, you're not at house parties. Ribbon and tear are not what it was. Yeah. It's, anyway. it's the death you're of ribbon and tear. You're not bringing people back to kick-ons and stopping at Maccas on the way home. No, no, no that's right. Um, well, Eddie, let's just quickly, I wanted to check on a video from The Rock. Yep. As, you know, we like to do here, The Rock, uh, good friend of the show, good friend of you and I. Sorry, as I get Instagram up, Dua Lipa came up. Shout out to Dua Lipa. One of the hotter women on the planet. She's she's pretty attractive, so yeah. With the greatest respect. Well, there's no disrespect there, but you know what I'm saying? She just popped up. Uh, Jesus, he's got a few here that I now want to look at just opening it. Um, one, I assume, is from his cheat day, but that's not what we're here for. No, we're not. Come in, Ed. So this one. this one? Yeah. All right, this is kind of funny. There's a tour bus here. It always tours through my neighborhood. Hey, you guys know where I can find the rock? <laughs> uh, just listen to that here. How you guys doing? Uh, I'll wait. I'll wait. Don't worry. <laughs> How you guys doing? You, everybody good? All right. Hey, you're very welcome. All right, brother. Oh, cool. Well, you guys have a good trip. All right. Thank you. Love you too. <laughs> Hey. Oh, well, that was fun. It's a good way to start off my Saturday. Bye. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, Here we go. Don't you reckon his face looks weird now? Well, I mean, no weirder than it. I mean, he's like just so jacked. It's just jacked beyond like belief. Too jacked or something. I don't know. Well, he's on like roids and shit. So that's what it is. I saw something. I saw a funny like comment Hell, yeah. today that was saying, not specifically around The Rock, but just in general being like, how funny would it be if we just ignored celebrities? And so when they put up posts like that, it got like 13 likes. 
That would be hilarious. Could you imagine if people just started boycotting The Rock and that he just would, got no likes? That how would much that would fuck with him? His head in, bro. That would be the funniest social experiment just to see him unravel if he wasn't getting fucking shitloads of likes on and his comments. cheat meal posts. Yeah, he would go on a rampage and be scared of like how angry he would get about that. Look. I know where hate is a little bit on the rock, but he's just such a fucking gimp. Well, he's lost touch with the con man. Get That's back to right. wrestling, bro. Get back to fucking the rock bottom and shit. I think when when someone is like the most followed person on Instagram, it's good for a bit of balance to have some haters out there. I don't want to be a hater though, but I am just a like I can't handle the bullshit. We're not haters. No. We just point out that you didn't rip the gates off its hinges and that fish was already dead. That's all we're, that's all that's all that's that's our whole thing. Admit and the fish was dead. It'd be funny if people stopped liking Kono and his post. Admit the fish was dead and admit you didn't rip the gates off the hinges and we're all good. But at the moment it's impossible. Well, it's I hard can't to move, move past it. It's hard that. to move past it. It's so hard to move past it. Like, is anyone else moving past it? No. And if you are, let us know how you did it because we can't do fuck, it. Fuck, I can't. Tom can't. There's no way he ripped those gates off the hinges. He didn't rip them off. And if he did, where's the video footage? That there, there had to be video footage. He didn't rip the gates off the hinges because he would have filmed it. He would have filmed it, and he would have wanted to show shown off. And also, that fish was dead. That fish was so dead. That was the deadest fish I've ever seen. And I eat fish. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't eat him alive. No, no, no. You, you've seen a lot of dead fish. I've shitloads of like only dead. Ninety-nine percent of fish I've seen are dead. Yeah. So and that can, was the deadest fish I've ever seen. Well, so, you started getting hungry when you saw it. Well, that puts it into context, doesn't it? Of all the dead fish I've seen, that was the deadest? Yeah. Okay. Let, let that sink in. Let that sink in. And he's trying to claim it was alive? Bruh. Come on. Be come, better. Yeah. We didn't come down to the last shit. But also, The Rock, where do you get off trying to tell people that the dead fish is real when most people only fucking know dead fish? People know dead fish, dude. We people, know it. People know dead fish more than live fish. Yeah. And you're trying to fucking... That fish didn't move of its own volition. It got shaken around and a little bit. And you muddied the waters. Yeah. So we couldn't see it swim off. Because it didn't swim off. It just dead. floated there. It's a dead fish, dude. Fish dead. Let's dribble, Eddie. <laughs> Tom, Eddie, Dave, happy birthday. The uh, happy meal dribbler calling in. Um, just listening to your dribbles in regards to wanting some... Uh, some free wheels uh, from uh, Big Ute. Actually used to, um, as of you know, six months ago, quit, but I used to um, run a automotive marketing company. So what I'm proposing to you boys is my girlfriend's looking to uh, upgrade her car. How would you boys like to share a 2006 Toyota Corolla hatchback free of charge? Uh, all you need to do is just shout out our household, essentially, um, every week. We can tell you all of the great things that are going on, uh, maybe some deals that we're doing. We'll have to come up with some deals. But, uh, yeah, let me know. Um, yeah, that automotive marketing, unrelated to this, because um, I don't have that job anymore. But, yeah, I do have a pair of. Well, not a pair. I've got four wheels and they're attached to a 2006 Corolla hatch. So let me know. That piqued my interest very early on. And then I was like, got, oh, shit. We've got, we got a motherfucker here who wants to give us utes. Give us a couple of Ford Rangers. A couple of Ford Rangers, a couple of wild tracks. <laughs> and that's not what happened. No. 
We were offered a 2006 Toyota Corolla. Um, Tom, to, for constant shout outs. About the household. Yeah. And the deals they're doing. I don't no. know what the fuck you're on about. Nuh-uh. Um, thank you for the offer. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate the offer. Firstly, logistically, sharing that car is going to be a nightmare. We've said we're not sharing. We're not sharing. Secondly, I'm looking for a car that's bigger than the one I have, not the smaller. exact same size, if not smaller. Well, it's probably smaller. Probably smaller. Be lighter. Cool. You'd definitely know? be lighter. Yeah, which means nothing to me. Uh, so Ford Ranger's Wild Tracks, is that what they are? Ford Ranger Wild Track? Is I think Wild Tracks, like a version. Can you Google Ford it, Ranger. Dave? I will also, we'd also take Hiluxes. Yeah, we'll take a Hilux. We'll take a fucking, just a big old ute. There'd be, there'd be a few there that we'll take. Yes. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. The wild, the wild track's a big boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's but obviously, also, like, first off the... There's also the wild cat. Mm. Mm, I think we said wild track. <laughs> yeah, no, you didn't know there's the wild... There's, there's both, don't worry. <laughs> no, yeah, no, pretty I sure we said wild. I think we've fucking... Don't try and put words in our mouth. No, no, no. Uh, so that's Look, we're, we're still waiting on Big Ute. Yeah. Big Ute, reach out. They're like the deal of a fucking lifetime right in front of you. Mate, you'll get promo. You'll get so much fucking free promo. You don't know how much... It's not like, really free because you're giving a super You want to fucking move Ute? Give us Ute yeah. and we'll move Ute for we'll you. We'll move Ute for you. We'll do the heavy lifting. Pun intended, because we'll have shit in the back of the ute. Uh, yeah, won't. my fucking toolbox. It won't have any tools in it. Exactly. But you'll think it is. Yeah, and be like, oh, you open your toolbox. And it'll be like, I don't open my toolbox to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> you got to earn that. You got to earn that, bro. You reckon I'm fucking shoving my tools to just anyone on the street? Nah. No way, bro. And then, you know, like some fucking dog comes and rips your toolbox off the back of the car and realizes it's just filled with pillows. <laughs> no, dude, this is going to be a fucking toolbox that like... Other toolboxes are jealous of. Yeah, this isn't yeah. a toolbox that a dog can rip off the back. I'll tell you that. No, no, You're no. thinking of like a little red one. No, no. I want one of those ones that are like fucking welded into the bus. Yeah. One that I can put my drop saw and shit in. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? Why have I got a droppy? Uh, I don't know. For cutting timber? Yeah, yeah. Oh, what? Is that a jackhammer in there? Yeah, it's a Makita. Fuck you. Yeah. Do I know how to use it? It's a fucking few clicks away on YouTube. I can tell you that much. That's the sort of you we're looking for. Yeah. One where you can have your own fucking jackhammer in the back. Yeah. And you're a droppy. And you know what? Am I going to get like a fucking crossbreed Kelpie, some fucking blue healer mutt of a dog to get tied up and just sort of ride around in the tray? Yes. I'm getting a dog purely for the back of the ute. 100%. Obviously, I'll allow him off and he can run and roam free and have a good life, but like he's an ornamental pooch. Mm. I'll put Tonka in the back just for photos and yeah. then put him in the back seat because yeah. he'd hate it. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to. Tonka's used to the good life. He's he's very much accustomed to the good life and I don't think he would go well in the back of a ute. In no. fact, I wouldn't trust that he wouldn't jump off. That's why you tie him to the middle of it so they can't. It'd have to be a true... A really true tying. Yeah, it's true. Um, He's strong. Shout out to the pun and the dribbler that wanted to see Tonky yesterday. He was there. He was just underneath the fucking... He gets a bit camera shy. Well, he was just underneath cleaning up fucking rogue cornflakes. But he's not necessarily like mum and dad, even though he has his own Instagram page. Mm. He's a bit more like of the shy retiring type. He's a shy dog. But Uh, also not shy. But also not. Shout out to Big Ute. You know the terms. Give us one. That's basically it. We don't need to own it either. We can just We don't want it. to be honest, I'd prefer not to. Yeah. Oh, if you want to give it to us that we own, that's fine. That's also fine, but like I'm happy just to fucking drive it. And then just swap it out every what? Six, eight months? A year? I'd say a year. Okay, I'd say a year. They're good terms. I think they're good terms. And we just plug the fuck out of it. Free reads on the pod. 
Well, obviously, every week, every week, great reads as well. Yeah. and like I'll fucking put up because Inst- I'm fucking massive on Instagram now. I've got like almost two thousand followers. Like <laughs> I'll just put up photos and shit. Yeah. And you then, know what I mean? I'll be like, fucking weekend adventure, obviously when COVID's over. And I'm like, fucking bush yeah, bashing. look at us, out camping. Little do they know, we've literally just pulled into the Waycoast Parkway and it's just taken from, like, the road. Yeah, and I'm on my way to Palm Beach to yeah. say, fucking <laughs> Baron Joey House. <laughs> <laughs> Rich, happy good. Let's move on. Boys, how are we? First time to be here. Um, first of all, fuck you to the West Tigers dribbler, whoever that is. Anyway... Boys, I was on the roof the other day, uh, working with a couple of boys, you know, on the tools. Um, and I thought, I'm normally listening to a, a podcast of the boys on a Monday, and I thought, you know what? I might uh, chuck it over the UE boom, but I pulled myself back. Because in the past, I found, you ever show someone uh, a podcast, no matter how good you fucking rate that home to be, you put it on in front of a couple of blokes, and they'll be like... Mate, what the fuck is this? It could be Joe Rogan spitting to Elon Musk and he'd still sound like dog shit. For whatever reason, I've found. So I've said, look, boys, when you go home today, write this down, Hello Sport Podcast, listen to it in your own time. I feel like that's definitely the only way to, to um, kind of pass on uh, podcast information to people because otherwise it's like, listen to this. Like, you know what I mean? It's just force-feeding some 100%. shit. So, boys... Be uh, careful about how you introduce podcasts to your mates. Otherwise, you look like a fuckwit. Later, boys. It's a great point. It's like when anyone goes, let me show you a video. And the whole time, they're wondering whether you're going to like it. And you don't necessarily like it. And now you're in a forced dance. And you are looking at them trying to get a read on their... Am I, yeah, what, like are they, are they, uh, you're trying to get a read on whether or not they like it yep. and the feedback you're getting isn't great and then you start to wig out to the point where you might even call it early yeah like, go, oh no there's a better one or and then it's like you start going through episodes it's like no give the recommendation let people discover it in their own time in their own time but absolutely like push it on them but send them it. links and shit so listen to your own time but, but it, yeah but also you probably can't go wrong with us that's true, especially on a bloody work site and you're just doing a bit of roofing yeah. with the boys. Just fucking whack it on we the pair, We pair really well with roofing. Yeah. So if you're roofing, if you've got roofing to do. But you're also like, we're a couple of fucking hard workers, you know what I mean? <laughs> I've been on the tools before. Eddie, you know, has a labour hire company. But you've also been on the tools yourself probably once or twice. Nothing major. I reckon maybe... Nothing on the, on the tools, tools? Yeah. Maybe 20 times? Yeah, nothing crazy. Not like me, who's fucking... Some people think that I was legitimately in the building industry. Well, you were. You were a labourer. Correct, but like... They were we all, though? Everyone's fucking done a bit of labouring. You've so got to have done a bit of labouring. Have you done a bit of labouring? No, but I did work at Bunnings. We're going to have to get you on a site, mate. Yeah, we I might was, have to I was you. bartending. Do you want me to I get you on a site? Do you want me to get you on a site? Uh, not at all, Let's actually. get Dave unskilled labouring. I can get you on a site. Fuck no. Let's get you carrying Bruh. some of those, I'll get those you metal poles. apartment building where you've got to fucking carry tiles up to the top roof. Yeah, the top enjoy roof. that. And like they're basically slicing through your fingers as you try and carry them. Yeah. And I have to get up at what, like 6am to get there or something? Uh, yeah, well, well, let's get you out of town. Oh, well, obviously, he's coming to lock down LGA. It depends how quickly you can fucking get those little legs moving. You've got to be there seven sharp. I still get... um. So I for the recruit like the lab, recruitment agencies, how they called? Recru- or labour hire uh, that I used to work for, who I won't shout out because they ain't labour force, baby. Is that you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I still get messages like, job in fucking the city, week's work, if you want it. And I'm like, because in this life, you never know how quickly things can turn. 
I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to tell them I'm not available. I'm just not going to respond to the messages because there may come a time where I'm, I might need some fucking cash and I might have to get back on the tools. It's the same reason I've still got my high-vis shirt, my fucking boots, my shorts. I was doing a clean out of the cupboard and I was like, you know what? Who the fuck knows, dude? Just hold on to them. Hold on to it. See what happens. Because I could be fucking Googling how to use something else soon. Yep. I'm, I mean, yeah. Hopefully not. <laughs> I fucking hope, hopefully not. Because <laughs> if that's if you're if you're fucking back on the tools, then, <laughs> that means you're in some then, well, as well. <laughs> I do have a, a fallback, luckily. Yeah, you've yeah. got a fallback, or maybe it just becomes the Hello Sport podcast with Dave and Eddie. Oh, look at him already trying to fucking oh, slide in here. Fucking, you, you got big plans, don't you, bro? Doesn't he? He's gonna fucking knife me in the back, step on my throat. If we gave you your own podcast, what would it be about? Lefties. Uh, going know. left it would be anti-manly like just to balance it out it would be storm no 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 you got to have your own thing you got to have some okay. fucking it would, yeah it would be sport whatever you want it would be politics what? and history okay and what would it be called um bored to death with d or d <laughs> <laughs> it's a working title yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah. but so what your politics and history now would it be from what know. perspective comedy like yeah, a humorous it angle it wouldn't be anything serious it would mostly be me ranting about things that i don't like and trying to do it in a funny way okay so i don't know oh maybe we we yeah. look to have we can explore mate you shane keith productions and, and it would also wide like net. it would also have to be like well yeah i would be high doing it and then assuming I could have guests on and we could get high together and try sort out the world's problems. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. I don't mind it. Mm. Might have to uh, see if Dave we get a political... Uh, you know, we've got to bolster our political arm. <laughs> Look. Can't just be you and me talking about anti-vaxxers and fucking things we know nothing about. <laughs> <laughs> just just me and Kendrick sitting like... Oh, dude. Dude, you and Kendrick doing a podcast would be pretty funny. Or you need to find, like, we need to find someone super, super right wing. Yes. The, the Falau dribbler. Dude, like the Falau dribbler or something. But you, uh, uh, you need to just have, like, I think they used to do something like that on Fox News in America called Crossfire where they had Tucker Carlson back when he used to wear a bow tie and look like a fucking idiot. And then someone else who I don't know. Um, but it was basically like, and it was like blue and red. And um, they just used to fucking have these over-the-top arguments about, like, political shit. Um, Newt Gingrich. Newt Gingrich. There what you go. Name. Anyway, I think that'd be funnier. That would be funnier. That would be funnier. Yeah. Write that down. I'm down for that. Fine. If you're, if you if you're a super right-wing... If you're super right-wing and you want to fucking get on a podcast without Dave and argue for half an hour... About politics. Once a week. Yeah. But you need to be funny... And it needs to be an argument. Yeah, and you got to you got to bring controversial opinion. Mm. You've also got to be prepared that it's probably only going to be like a two week show because yeah, it might tank. But well, also, it'll be a trial. Tom and I will listen to it. If we don't like it, then you. That's true. It may never even make the light of day. It's not. We're not airing dog shit. No. Still, if you think that you are funny and you know, right, right to Dave's left. Uh, so basically, whatever the right version of Antifa is. Uh, fascist fascist because opposite of antifa would be fa that's why dave's fucking running this one <laughs> so dave's gonna take the hit up if we yeah. do it which we probably won't but we might if you're good enough let's move on <laughs> yo 
Yeah, g'day fellas, last dribbler here. Uh, just a quick one, I was watching some highlights of the England-India Day 5 collapse. Enjoying it, obviously, saw uh, Sam Curran get the first King pair in Test match history at Lords, which was uh, a good one, but heard a great start. Apparently, the England openers have got 10 ducks in 2021, five to Burns, I think, four to Sibley, one to Crawley. And this statistic is even more damning. 37% of their innings don't go past the second over. So if that doesn't get you excited for a uh, 2021 Ashes summer, I don't know what will. England collapse soon. What was that final Ashes. one? Replay that. I'm yeah. pretty sure. So replay the whole thing. 37% for uh, Sam Replay Carter. the whole thing. Just a quick one. I was watching some highlights of the England-India Day 5 collapse. Enjoying it, obviously. Saw uh, Sam Curran get the first King pair in Test match history at Lords which was a good one, but heard a great stat. Apparently, the England openers have got 10 ducks in 2021, five to Burns, I think, four to Sibley, one to Crawley. And this statistic is even more damning. 37% of their innings don't go past the second over. So if that doesn't get you excited for a uh, 2021 Ashes summer, I don't know what will. Holy England shit. England soon. Ashes... Soon, also. Be soon. And also, who's got the best fucking fast bowler on the planet? That'd be us. Oh shit, they're in trouble. They're in some hot, hot curry, and it's in Australian conditions. Watch them conditions. try and fucking delay the ashes because yeah. they know they're not ready. Yeah, fucking weak dogs. Um, what's a, a king, king pair? Well, a king pair must be the two openers in consecutive balls. Well, no, 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 because he said Sam Curran got the Sam Curran got it. Yeah, so I think so it's a I king pair. It, first it, ball of both innings. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Look it up. But Sam Curran, not an opener, is he? So it can't be the first ball of both Look it things. up. What is a king pair in cricket? I like that term, and yeah. I want to know what it is immediately. Yeah. Um, you might commandeer it. To record a king pair, a batsman must first... Oh. Was it without facing a ball? Yeah. That's a diamond duck. No, no, that's not. Uh, yeah. So to record a king pair, a batsman must firstly record two ducks in the same match. The difference between a king pair and a regular pair is that the batter in question has to be dismissed by each of the first two balls they receive. So it's so like back a, so to back golden, golden ducks. Yeah, yeah golden right. duck pair. Back to back. Back to back. A king pair. Love that. And that wouldn't be the first in the history of Test cricket. It's the first at, at Lords. Yeah. Mm. Sucked in at your home ground. Back to back first ballers. That in is... fairness, Sam Curran, a bowler, but whatever. That's embarrassing. Yeah, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Disgraceful. Uh, sweet. I love that dribble. Stats based dribble, which was nice. And it was anti-England, so, I mean, that's almost the perfect dribble. I love that dribble. Tom, Eddie, Dior. Boys, I just watched the last uh, last potty on YouTube and you're getting a bit around the nostalgia. And it just maybe cast my mind back. You mentioned Leighton. And it just cast me back to, like, going on school sporting trips get in there, someone's bought the Ralph mag, the FHM mag, and then someone inevitably buys a Zoo mag as well. It was only a dollar. It was a fucking bargain for that time. And I distinctly remember in what would have been 2000, so year 11, so 2005, I went and bought a Zoo mag, and they had in there the 100 most hated people in Australia, which they reckon they'd gone out and surveyed their subscribers, whatever. So number one on that list of the most hated people in Australia in 2005 was Leighton Hewitt. 
<laughs> number two, just like this is number two, was the Bali Bombers. So, what? Mind back to that. Jesus Christ, Memories. that's etch. See you soon. Cheers, boys. I tell you what, that's again just probably like a sign of the times, if this dribbler is even fact fucking telling the truth, but like that you could get away with such heinous fucking rhetoric. I don't think that there's no way in the world you get away with that now. <laughs> well, no, not now you wouldn't. There's a list from 2009 as well, which was posted by the Sydney Morning Herald. But yeah, it's from Zoo Weekly. It's from Zoo's list. So top 50 hated people in Australia. Number one, Carl Sanderlands. Number two, Jackie O. Number three, Joseph Fritzel. Oh, so they make a point of, of putting being, in fucking ha- and heinous and people and then having people and vote. Then, and then four, four Malcolm. No, but Tur- like no, no, they. No. Number four is Malcolm Turnbull. Number five, Kim Jong Il. Yeah, this just feels like the writers trying to have a giggle. Definitely, but I'm saying if you're just surveying your audience of Ralph magazine people. You're probably going to be like... They probably listen to Carl and Jackie O, who are <laughs> fucking popular. Yeah, but also Ralph Magazine, mostly fucking blokes because it was just hot, hot chicks. So it's more like, oh, yeah, fuck bloody Carl and Jackie O, and then, oh, yeah, Fritzel's like, you know. But a lot of people probably don't even know who Joseph Fritzel was. If you don't know who Joseph Fritzel is... Well, yeah, then you're a fucking idiot, but you need to may read. not pay well, attention. But shout out to Ralph and Zoo. The Zoo was only a dollar. Think about how much colour printing was in that motherfucker. It only cost a dollar. Now you Generational grief. Why the kids keep... Auto plays shit on the article. Now you can't even get a fucking newspaper for less than like $12. Oh, mate. Is Zoo still with us? No, no. They're all gone. They'll be gone. They're all gone. Ralph, gone. Gone. Who's, who's with us? that with a lot of confidence. No, I, I wasn't asking you to look I, it up. You can still get titty mags. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like... I'm sure you can. But they're like, there's porno mags. Can you still get Hustler? I think you can. But yeah. they're porno F- mags. FHM Ralph is... and that weren't pornos. No, I know they weren't. Yeah. FHM is gone. Yep. Devo. Um, what was the one you said? Hustler. Hustler. Hustler's different to it, if you understand that, right? Um, yeah, but I'm just saying what's still out there. Hustler, Penthouse, Playboy, were they all the porno ones? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't say Hustler stops, so they're still going. Good to know. So Good big, to know that's... So porn, big porn's do it. But I don't understand why when it's like from the fucking click of a button you got it on your phone, little Did, incognito mate, tab. Why, why do they still sell records? Why do they still sell cassettes? You know, some people like it classic. Did you see they got yeah. rid of uh, that fucking OnlyFans has stopped? Yeah, yeah, I want to save that for Thursday. Okay, <laughs> we'll get onto that. Thursday pod. Yeah. Thursday pod. Thursday pod. Yeah. Thursday pod for those that don't or haven't realised... We go, it's not necessarily sport. No. In fact, it probably won't it be. It probably won't be. Unless there's a big story. Unless there's something to talk about, but we're sort of, you know, we like to just sort of shoot the shit. As you, Last Thursday, we came in with like things we wanted to talk about and we didn't touch on one of them until like the end. We spoke for like an hour and a half, just absolute utter dribble off the back of, like the story just meandered from like hard drives to space. <laughs> That's Thursday pod. That's Thursday. Tom, Eddie... Dior, it's Aaron Armbar here of Combat Sport Correspondent fame. Just in recent news of Connor Watson defecting back to the Roosters, it's made me think with all the chatter around even Caelan Ponga's future, have the two of them perhaps chonged their way out of the Hunter region? I mean, 
Lo and behold, they've probably chonged every bird there. Maybe even every guy, I don't know. Twice, maybe three times over. And they just, you know, they can't keep chonging. They just, they've just chonged their way out of the hunter. And it makes me think and ponder even, have you ever chonged your way out of a contract or job? No? Neither have I. Cheers, boys. Uh, yeah. Be soon. I tell you what, Tom, it's not a bad theory. No, I... Moving move to a bigger market. I hadn't thought about that, about one's ability, male or female, to chong your way out of a region. How many people live in the Hunter? It'd be, it'd be a fair number, but if anyone was going to knock it on the head, it'd be Connor. And Kalen. And Kalen. I reckon Connor gets through more work. Um, about 600,000, 620. Who do you reckon? I think Kalen would get through more work. Well, listen, put it this way. Kalen, the superstar. Yes. Connor, hotter. And smoother. Potentially. He's a smooth, he's a smooth operator. He's a smooth operator. But Connor, I mean, but Kalen. And Connor's the one moving. Well, implying that's true. That he's gone that through. He's gone, that he's gone through. Yeah. Listen, they would have got through some work. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I don't mind the idea of, you know, but in fairness, Connor has been in the eastern suburbs before. Maybe he felt like he didn't get, he was, he was younger then. Didn't Maybe he feels like the job's not done. If you are a man or a woman in, in the eastern suburbs of Sydney and excited about Connor's return, you got good reason to be because he's coming for every one of you. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, gender, not important. Fucking doesn't matter. Kind of rips and tears with the best. Rips of and them. tears. Now I'm not saying that he chongs. I'm not saying who he chongs. I think from what we understand, he, his preference is female. Yes. But that doesn't mean you can't be excited if you're a man. Because who knows? Who knows? That's the thing. I mean, we do because we do. We do. But, but you never know. You can but never the mind, the, the, the mind takes you on a journey. You can, you can, you can take it down to. Trip down what if lane. Exactly. If I can quote a, uh, a songbird of our generation in Justin Bieber, never say never. Never say never. never. P.S. Billie Eilish is dope. That's all I want to say. Thanks, mate. She's fucking amazing. She's probably my favourite uh, artist on the planet right now, other than Tame Impala, who are always there. But new album for Billie Eilish She's like, sorry, I'm into it now. I'm into the Billie Eilish rant. I couldn't help it. It just happens. Uh, she is so fucking good. Her new album. She's not like a Ariana Grande type fucking like, like, you know, all that sort of pop bullshit. It's like her music's actually fucking sick and she's got like the lyrics are cool. But I think her brother's a producer. He's a fucking animal of a producer, dude. Like he, he does all of the musical arrangements. Like as a duo, they are fucking talented. But, like, do yourself a favour, punters and dribblers. Listen to Billie Eilish's new album and tell me you don't like it. And if you do tell me you don't like it, then you're a fucking idiot. So there's no way out for you, basically. You have to like it. Otherwise, you're a loser. Go on, let's throw down. Get around it. Yeah, brother? Yeah, brother. Yeah. You listen to it, Dave? You're a muser. I haven't actually listened and to it. And you know it, no, why? Because I, you're too fucking up your own ass with your music. I am, but I, actually, I don't mind Billie Eilish. She's sick, I, She's kind of dark and I rate that. And yeah. she's not like mainstream no, bullshit pop. And her, and her voice is... Yeah. Actually, liked her first album. Like, I liked some of the Her songs. voice is like peerless. It's fucking amazing. But she doesn't even use it in every song. Like, some of them, it's just like... 
Do yourself a favor, Dave. Yeah. Check it she's out. Cool. Don't be too cool for Billie Eilish. I, I'm not. She's like what Lord did a few years ago. Yeah. Where yeah. is Lord? Is Lord still? She's Lord, also she, better she than Lord. She just released a new album. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm a bit of a Lord guy. That's cool. Like I'm not yeah. anti-Lord. She's Kiwi. I'm Kiwi. But Billie Eilish has more bangers and can sing better. Lord kind of only had that Royals one. I know she's had a couple, but she kind of only had Royals, mm. which was cool. But that's kind of it. I'm still more of a Lily Allen guy. Jesus Christ, Dave. Get out of the past. Get out of 2006. <laughs> you were like nine then. Possibly younger. Possibly. I was, I was eight in 2006. Jesus Christ. There we go. Yeah. I was finishing Mate, school. Music is timeless. Oh, no, absolutely. You were finishing yeah. school when he was eight. Well, no, nine. I was 2007. Is that the math? Well, if you were in 2006, if you were nine. No, you I was nine in 2007. Yeah, so yeah. when he was nine, I was finishing school. <laughs> Edge. Wow. All right, let's move on. G'day, boys. It's Friday Knockoff Dribbler here. I uh, just wanted to get your thoughts on what you would do or which NRL players you would select in an all NRL starting basketball team. So, creating your point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, and center using only NRL players. So. Well, Olakawati is obviously in the side. Olakawati starts. Maybe a power forward. Crichton. Uh, not Angus Crichton. Stephen Crichton from the fucking Panthers. Tall, can jump like athletic. a motherfucker. Athletic, can shoot the lights out. Saab. Saab, potentially. He's another big boy. Fast. Good in transition, Eddie. Um, sure. Now we need some... Tall. We're looking at that. We've got height sorted. Yeah, yeah we've got height sorted. Now we need some, some more medium-sized ball movers. Who do we know that's fucking that plays basketball and goes all right? I'm just gonna say Ponga, but I don't. I, know. Ponga's on I my list too. Him as well, yeah. Ponga is like he was. He's been in my head as a yeah. point guard. Yeah, I think Ponga's for the what, point for guard. For what reason? Yesterday, the, the agility. Just yeah, like, yeah. He, can he really strikes me as a man that could fucking dribble a ball. Yeah, and turn and, on a dime. and and give dimes. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Dish yeah. dimes. Dish. Is that I don't know. Who knows? Is a dime a pass? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I don't know. I wasn't sure if a dime was a pass or. Uh, it's dime a shot. I thought a dime was like a coin and you put it on a dime to say. Well, there is that. Yeah. Yeah, so a dime so maybe could be a, a pass. Look it no, up. The dime, no, the dime is the coin and that's what you put it on. Sure. So look it up. Because there's also, you can, because giving dimes, I think, is a thing in basketball. There's put it on a dime or like put it on a handkerchief, put it on a five cent piece. Then I'm putting up dimes. Uh, look, are we getting a little old, a little long in the tooth, Tom and I? Are we are we up on the lingo? No, no don't we're not. put us there. That's been a basketball term for ages. I don't look into it. Now we need one other player. Okay, hang on. Oh, sorry. No, you keep going. No, that's all right. No, you tell us. I'm still reading. Okay. It says, the term drop a dime first appeared in detective novels. The idiom. Oh, we don't need that. We need basketball use. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes over there. Why don't you put your bloody cap back on Sherlock and get us the fucking answer? <laughs> And if we aren't it's, right, it says don't the bring same thing. The origin of a basketball assist being called a dime isn't readily known. There are a variety of theories. Most so it's right. an assist. So I'm right. Mo most common assumption yeah, a pass. is that it came from earlier times when payphones were available across the US, which is the same as the other definition was saying, and you dropped a dime to make a phone call. So, right. the, so you essentially couldn't make that connection of a phone yeah. call. So I'm right. So it's an assist, though. That's what we're working out. So yeah, I'm right. Yeah, a dime is an assist. Is an assist. Yeah. So I'm right. Yeah. Well, you're saying pass because a pass isn't always an assist. So you're not entirely right. Mate, 
what well, I'm, I'm saying. What I'm, ta- what, I'm talking about a pass that leads to nothing? Of course I'm not well, fucking said, talking about well, you, that. You said pass. Well, come on, mate. You, Sorry to take you you're at You're an your idiot. Word. Sorry to take you at what you're saying. You're an idiot. Sorry to take you at what you're saying. Use you're the right idiot. terminology then. You know what I mean? Like, use it correctly. You're an idiot. Use it correctly then. You know what I mean? You're an idiot. There's an opportunity for you to use it no, correctly. No, I'm just telling you, it's like you obviously, you're not, you know. Someone, you didn't know what it meant. It, look, it went over your head and that's fine. You didn't know what it meant. It went over your head and that's fine. You needed Dave to Google it. It and head, then you fine. use it incorrectly. No, you didn't get it. That's fine. That's fine. No, I did get no, it. No, no, no. Look, you, what needed I got. It, you needed to explain to you. I got that you didn't know what you were talking you about. Needed and you said it incorrectly. You needed to explain to you. That's fine. So did you. No, no, no. It was over Dave explained no, it, it was over your head. Dave explained it. Tom was over your head. That's fine. Listen. It's okay. You're not a big sports fan. No, no, you didn't get it. Not a big sports fan. That's okay. You didn't get it. It went over your head. That's fine. That's cool. You didn't get it. Not a big sports cut. You didn't get it. <laughs> Tell you what, this wouldn't fly in my podcast. <laughs> Bored to death with your Dave. No, well, that, that's exactly how your podcast is going to be. It's going to be like some, with some left wing guy who says that, you know, COVID's fake. Or is that what you say? No, that's you. Co- no, no lefties think COVID's fake. Lefties do not think COVID's fake. Far lefties do, I think. Right wing nut jobs. No, dude. No, no, no. I think it's like you fucking. It's, the, the, yeah, the you, Bohemian Byron Bay mums who think that COVID's fake. Nah, yeah, maybe. To they, be honest, they, I think that there's probably a meeting of minds of far left and far well, right. Well, so there's people. the thing called the horseshoe theory, which is like the shape of a horseshoe. At the far end of the scale, they're closer together than the ones kind of in the middle. There, there. you go. That's what you got. That makes a lot of sense. Podcast Dave. But if if you disagree with everything in the middle, then you surely get some synergy. Well, yeah, because if you look at far left and far right, they both hate the government. They both essentially like just want to change the world to give themselves more freedoms, but the way they go about it is different. It's kind of it is similar. Don't mind it, Dave. Okay, let's. I don't know where we are. No, so, we. Yeah. How many more we got? Uh, I don't know a few. <laughs> All right, well let's rip. Uh, g'day, boys. It's uh, Clacker Bulk here. Just checking in. Uh, mm. What's up? Thinking about you, boys. It's um, yeah, kind of toe, isn't it? Uh, a few questions. Uh, first one. Would you guys genuinely rather finish fourth or fifth? Now, obviously, you can't lose on purpose, all that jazz, but is there a genuine chance of finishing fifth better than fourth? Tom, I'm not sure if you guys have brought this up in the potty later, but you know when sometimes you rip a little SPD, a sign, but deadly fart? Do you do those without, without knowing the risk of whether this is going to stink out of room or whether, you know, some chiefs could smell it? Genuine question. And... Um, also, what's the uh, thoughts, ideas behind the uh, empty profile picture change? Um, the rebranding, as it is. Thought, thought it was interesting. Hadn't seen much uh, news about it. Um, it's just, yeah. Wanted to know a bit about it. I'm sure the punters and dribblers are very inquisitive as well. See you soon. Go the chooks. Manly. Glad he cut off there before he had a shot at Manly. That's like a bulk of... Bulk of uh, North Bondi Motorino fame. Which I'm proudly wearing today. So if you're on YouTube, you'll be able to see it. Uh, I like this shirt. It's a great shirt. I, I would like one, but I don't think they have sizes for Daddy. Well, um, they probably do now. Bit to unpack there. Yes. Now, would you rather come fifth or fourth? Look, if we come fourth, we'll beat Manly, uh, Melbourne first week and it doesn't matter. If yeah. we come fifth, then we'll fucking go into glory anyway. Like... I don't think you can go in with a defeatist attitude, personally. No. I don't think you can be like, oh, fuck, we'd rather come fifth because Melbourne's so scary. If you want to win the comp, you've got to beat them. Yep. So fucking saddle up and get on with the job. And we'll come fourth. We want to be best as we can. Come fourth, get a week off after we knock Melbourne off. But statistically, you want to come in the top four. Why? Because teams that have a week off generally go on to win the comp. 
That's it. That's like so. That's the that's the math. So tech. So technically, you do want to come fourth yes. and then win first week and have a week off. That's it. That's now, how you get it done. So I'm a deadly fart. Yeah, I rip them. And have I accidentally ripped them and then had to lie about it? Or you know, yeah, I have. Happens because I don't know. I don't know what smell is like really. So, but you say so you rip them and then you wait for feedback from your peers well you run the gauntlet right you go this could be anything it's hot and i'm feeling it come from like a hot part of it i think sometimes you can tell if it's going to smell by how it feels inside you <laughs> sometimes you know what i mean you're going oh this thing this thing is like could this thing could like warm a house you know what i mean like in winter you could let this thing go and it'd heat the building do you think you can you have the ability to control a fart so like prevent it from smelling being noisy oh yeah but sometimes you can't like i think you've got a bit of like dexterity with your butthole or like there's also like how much pressure are you putting on it like so if i'm sitting here and i'm letting one rip i do it i do it all the time on here but like where you just sort of got to go like this and you'll have to watch youtube if you want to see what this is but like so you're sort of i'm sitting completely ass on the seat and then <laughs> that's just taken the slightest bit of pressure off the ass there so it's not going to bounce off the fucking seat like something it's just a little it's not going to reverberate like you can't tell that i'm taking 90 percent of my body weight through the fucking shoulders and the elbows 90 percent, you reckon easy maybe 100 percent. um and then you sit down again you go there and then yeah so you gotta know thanks mate you gotta know that was um illuminating it was. It was illuminating. Well, you come to me for those sort of things. To be illuminated. Yep. To have your mind illuminated by Tom. Uh, in terms of the rebranding, I think that the chair, the old logo, had played its role in birthing us. Absolutely it had. But, I mean, at a certain point, you've got to acknowledge the, the hard truth, and that's that I designed it. On word art. On word <laughs> And I just don't know if, if word art was going to see us through to the next phase. Yeah. Uh, based, that's the long and the short of it. The old logo will still have a place in the podcast. Oh, fuck yeah. It'll always, it'll be on the baggy greens forever. It'll always for be on the baggy greens. So that logo will be on the baggy greens. Um, that won't be replaced. We might do some throwback shit where it's used here and there. Like it's not dead to the world, no. but we just wanted something that sort of captured uh the modern podcast well it was just to be honest it was one of those things where it was like we just wanted to have a bit of a change up we wanted to try and you look at any brands and let's use Kempi for as an example but like there's like a color palette that they go with Kempi's being the sort of the orange and the brown well it's branded thing. branded what did i say but I'm, I'm just saying in a to bow it yeah he's branded we weren't Correct. we wanted to be branded <laughs> now we are and then you just go from there because it just allows you to do, it gives you a bit more of a, a I guess, a, a holistic sort of vibe through yeah. everything that you do that you can lean on. So if you're you looking for colours of something, you go, well, these are our colours. Yeah. You, you see something, you're like, oh, that's Hello Sport. Well, that's their colours. Yes. Would you say that, like, we've gone from the equivalent of sleeping on a cot mattress in the living room to having our own bedroom and wallpaper design and whatnot? That's exactly it. And I, Although I still think that, Comparing the old logo to a cot bed is a little unfair, but I get your point. I think it's kind of close, but it's you're right. It's not a cot what bed. What you did was worse. <laughs> well, cot bed is sort of the word art of the sleeping world, you know what I mean? Yeah. But David, look, I'll go with that. We are now we now have our own bedroom. Got our own bedroom now. We're moving on up. 
and our bed is off the ground. Um, but look, hope you like it. Yeah. If you don't, stiff shit. Yeah, fuck you if you don't like it. I don't think that's what Clark was saying. No, no, he wasn't saying that. But I'm saying if you don't like it, I don't care. No, I couldn't give a fuck. Hey, good day, Tom, Eddie, Pure, for Wisdom Dribble X. Um, I'm just calling in to ask, you know, whether Dribbling has a uh, spot in politics. You know, with, um, with Bojo in the UK pretty much just getting elect- elected based off of his, uh, his ability to dribble. And, you know, with people obviously not very happy with uh, the premiers at the moment, like, whether you reckon there's an opening for you boys to, you know, take some political reign in the state. Yes, what are your thoughts? Look, obviously we'd win in a landslide. Correct, but ob- I mean, po- po- isn't politics all dribble? That's exactly what it is. But what I think he's saying is that the politicians now, their their ability to dribble is not what it could be. Dribble, like you can still have varying degrees in the quality of dribble. Yes. Mm. And I think that's what we... He, and I think he's, he's screaming out for a high-quality dribbler. Yes. I'll tell you why, and this isn't, again, politically, but it is, but I heard Trump the other day being interviewed because obviously he's, like, back on, I guess, a campaign trail to, like, try and get elected again. And he was talking about the Taliban. And he goes, I had a great relationship with the Taliban. He's like, fearsome fighters, but great negotiators. I'm like, bruz, what the fuck are you talking... Like, that is... Tier one dribble. I can I I'll I'll admit something. I like listening to Trump talk. I find it fucking hilarious. Well, because he's a joke of a person. But like that's Just the, it. the dribble that comes yeah. out of your mouth. I'm like, you are almost unrivaled. Unrivaled, dude. Unrivaled. The fact that you can start spinning your relationship with the Taliban. <laughs> fearsome fighters, brilliant negotiators, like as they're rolling into town just killing people. People are handing over their babies. To yeah, soldiers. to try and escape. Read the room, Donald. Don. But that's the thing, though. He he's he doesn't even have to read the room. He doesn't give a fuck. I'm sure Americans are like, yeah, it wouldn't happen if Trump was in power. And you're like, oh, my God. Did, the you, Donald. did you read that um, the statement he made after the U.S. women's soccer team lost in the Olympics? Oh. I'll just read it quickly because it's brilliant. He goes... Um, if our soccer team, headed by a radical group of leftist maniacs, wasn't woke, they would have won the gold medal instead of bronze. Woke means you lose. Everything that is woke goes bad, and our soccer team certainly has. There were, however, a few patriots standing. Unfortunately, they need more than that, respecting our country and national anthem. They should replace the wokesters with patriots and start winning again. <laughs> the woman with the purple hair played terribly and spends too much time thinking about radical left politics and not doing her job. <laughs> Dude, that's fantastic. Did the woman with the purple hair have uh, like some woke affiliation? Some like D. Yeah, because she's she's been famous for a while, and she's like she's got like short hair, dyed purple, and I think she's been one of the people who've been quite outspoken about I don't know like kneeling during anthems and about equal pay and stuff. Right. Look, she's like the, she's like one of the best players in the yeah, world. Yeah, I'm not yeah. anti her stance yeah, on no, any of that yeah. shit, but purple hair certainly a uh, a key indicator of your political allegiances. In the past, it has been known in some circles as the mark of the lefty. Yes. Purple hair, definitely mark of the left. I have once had purple hair. Bang. There you go. Say no Bang. more. Bang. Say but no more. It, but it was to do with the story. Bang. Say Storm, no more. Go woke, go yeah. broke. <laughs> go woke, go broke. <laughs> oh. G'day, boys. A fellow Dubbo dribbler. Uh, I've been listening for about 12 months. Just want to say, 
Love the show. Love your work. Great stuff. Um, Thank you. Now, sweet man. What a beautiful In relation man. to sucking, mainly sucking souls um, or oomph out of teams, uh, like many dribblers, I'm sure, who are stuck in lockdown, been watching a lot of Harry Potter, mm. and it just reminded me of how the Death Adders suck souls out of their enemies. That's sort of what I see from Manly, sucking souls and oomph out of teams. Um, thoughts on that? Cheers. What did he call them? He called them Death Adders, but it's not. The They're death, the de- Dementors. The Dementors. dementors. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I would have just gone on with that and pretended like I knew and been like, yeah, we are Death Adders. Don't you watch Harry Potter? I have, but I haven't seen them all. I haven't read any of the books. Um... But I do like Harry Potter and I'm actually looking forward to like the time when Evie's old enough to enjoy it so I can sit there on like a rainy fucking Perfect. Sunday Thanks and for just rip into Harry Potter's. And eat Tim Tams. I think they'll be Tim onto Tams. something new. I don't reckon it'll be Harry Potter. No, well, I disagree. But I'm just saying that Harry Potter's, she Harry Potter's fucking timeless, bro. Yeah, she'll be into it because I'll be like, let's watch fucking Harry Potter. Yeah. But I mean, like, they'll remake them. She's over. not far off that, I reckon. Like, I mean, she's what one and a half, she's almost close. two. She's like, close. she's two and a half. She can pay. Like, she's the early ones. They get a bit smart, motherfucker. Yeah, it's for a young mind. Yeah, okay. Maybe just watch some Disney films until she's ready for Harry Potter. Um, sure. Yeah, I'll go are, with that. Are we dementors? Yeah, sure. I think I think you're absolutely right, young Dubbowinian. Yeah, Dubonian. Dubonian. <laughs> Whatever. I just thought you would have known. Dubonite. Can you see what that was? I don't even it? fucking know. Dubonese? Dubonese. I actually don't know. Dubonian? Dubonian. I like Dubonian. Dub cunt? Dub cunt. What do you call someone from Dubwinian? Dubonian? Oh, you said that before. You said that before. I doesn't said, really have I said Dubonian. Doesn't really have a proper name, I don't think. Hmm. I think Dubonian. Dubonian. Dubonian, I like. Yeah. Thank you, young Dubonian. Or Dubcut. For that dribble. Onwards yeah. and upwards. Let's move on. G'day, Tom, Eddie, D or Dave. Dan the frying Dan the man with the frying pan here. Uh, just sitting here after watching the Bulldogs Knights game on Saturday in Newcastle. And I was just wondering, have did you ever get the Age of Empires game out of a Nutri-Grain cereal box. Because I know Adam O'Brien didn't because his tactics are fucking shit. Knights have the worst attack in the comp. Ponga just played his worst game as a Knight. And hope Adam O'Brien's here never. Shane Finnegan, hopefully soon. But Not against it, but I don't really care. And I think if we're just running a bit short of time, let's just fuck that one off. I didn't even watch the game. Did you, Eddie? Is it windy outside? G'day, Tom, Eddie, Gabo, P's and D's. It's the Cherry Ripe dribbler here. Just dribbling in on this fine Sunday evening after uh, after watching the Broncos get a famous win over the Warriors, which I was very happy to see. Very glad to see Walshy not put us to the sword. Otherwise, I mean, very fucking unfortunate. But the main reason why I'm calling is I just wanted to put a couple of questions to you off the back of the last space yarn from the potty last week. First one being, do you think there's a universe where 90% of boomers don't hate craft beer? And secondly, (laughs) my wife and I recommended the other day to my side of the family to watch Interstellar. And they think we're both fucking weirdos for liking it. Great movie. 
are we fucking weirdos? No. Or am I right to assume that my side of the family have puny brains? Keen to hear your thoughts on that. Cherry Rob's forever. Morrow's never. I I fucking love Interstellar. Yep. I think it's a great movie. Matthew Matthew McConaughey is... No, that's not his name. What's yeah, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. 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 Like someone, oh, I forget who it is, but someone calls, oh, bro, Kempy calls Ryan Pappenhausen Pappenhusen. Yes. And it kind of irks me a bit. I don't mind Nico, but, but Pappenhusen kind of gets Yeah, me. but see, the reason I thought he maybe does Pappenhusen is because it's H-Y-Z-U-N. It's, yeah, it is spelled like that. And I think it is H-U-Y, but... I haven't heard anyone else. Has, Ro- I think has, it's, has Ryan ever said what it is? That's why I thought he might have been right. Heard. Kempy is like a, it sounded like a Nicole Klukstad situation where it's like, oh, they've said that this is how you pronounce it. Not Klukstad. Yeah. Um, but I hear you though, because I do notice it every time Kempy says it. Um, but what the fuck were we just talking about? Interstellar. Uh, my old man hates all sort of like, I mean, obviously Interstellar is about space, but like anything wizardish and all that sort of like, you know, Lord of the Rings, you know, he's like, fuck that. My dad's the same. Even the sci-fi stuff, he's like, oh, it's not real. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Some people are into that sort of shit, dude, or not into that sort of shit. Yeah, there is. Uh, I don't know what the question was. He said something about cherry ups and morrows. Yeah, uh, look, I think, I think basically it was just about that, right? It was just about the bloody, uh, Interstellar. And is there a universe where boomers like fucking craft yeah. beer? Yep, there would be. There would be one. There'd be yeah. at least one. There'd be at least one. Also, Probably. if anyone else is hearing this background noise that me and Eddie are hearing, it might just be because our mic's picking up, but it sounds like aliens are landing. So either they are landing and we won't know until we get outside, or it's just a. Can I be sound. honest, Tom? I, ever since I've this sound keeps fucking howling, and it doesn't sound like the wind because we wouldn't have noticed it before. Mm. I've been sitting here thinking there's aliens outside. Yeah. I'm like, it's happening. It's happening. Today's the day. Today's the day. I reckon it's something in that vent because I can barely hear it. Well, it must Dave, right don't fucking ruin it. Um, Surely you can nah, hear that. Okay, that I got, yeah. To d- imagine if today was the day. That would be fucked up. We'd just cap off 2021. Yeah, well, it seems like no one gives a fuck that there are alien sightings everywhere and like that the US government's fucking leaking videos and admitting they don't know. No one cares. Anyway, let's... Do one more, Dave, and wrap this bitch up. Dion Dave, hope you like my song, mate. So do I. It's a great song. Paul Kelly. Fucking oath it. Dumb things. Sing Paul Kelly live, actually. It's an absolute rip of this song. In the middle third. In the middle third. In the middle third. In the middle third. In the the all right, I had to go on to finish on. It was confusing for a start, but then he came in in the middle third of a dream. Um, Thanks for that, mate. Shout out to Paul Kelly. Shout out to Paul Kelly. Shout out to Blocker. Shout out to Corey Parker, the king of the middle third. Um, shout out to the uh, 
Sydney Morning Herald and Fox League producers who clearly saw Michael Pride's balls deep and then reappropriated it across their platforms. Congratulations. Congratulations. Good to see. Michael Pride was very proud. He was. He was proud as punch. Uh, but don't think we didn't notice. It was noticed. All right. Till That's Thursday. us. Okay. Right. Bye. 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 B